Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> we are men. Or are we? Or are we so many question marks? Not even men, but gentlemen. Yeah. That's that's what we figure out. Tough needle to thread during this set. We, we A, figure out whether we are, and then how to be better gentlemen. Yeah. Or more gentlemanly. I found this cool list online. It was the how to, Gentleman's Checklist, How to Be a Gentleman in 2014, mm-hmm. written by Chelsea Fagan, mm-hmm. who we credit. <laughs> we didn't steal it like some Shia LaBeouf crap. Right, right. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we just kind of go through and talk about it. Steve Howey pops in as a guest. Mm-hmm. He contributes? Question mark. Um, he came by mostly to eat a sandwich. Yeah, then he ate like a million vanilla wafers. Yeah. Um, it's a fat pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but <coughs> yeah, he he hung out and uh, and he did contribute. Yeah, he did. Um, I'm also now starving because I watched yeah, him I'm eat so hungry now. about two and a half meals. Yeah, this episode's uh, cr- is super long. I think mm. we're splitting it in two, but I we're think gonna so. we're gonna eat, we're, I think we might release it back to back days. So this will be Thursday and Friday. Yes, yeah, so you'll get kind of you'll kind of get three episodes this week. I mean, our episode on Tuesday is a two parter. You're gonna get that yep. next week. So this one is is two full hours, and it's literally we go through twenty four things that yeah. you should do to become to make yourself more of a gentleman, um, and then we kind of just discuss each one, how it applies to us, how we, <laughs> we can be better, mm-hmm. um, how we're pieces of shit, yep, um, and then kind of how to fix that. Yep. So and it's for twenty fourteen, so we're releasing it at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, and listen to it and work on it and make yourself a better man because that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um. So there you go. I um. You have anything to plug? Uh, I'll be at the comedy store this weekend. I think. Um, yeah, me too. I'm there Thursday night at nine. Uh, check the website comedystore.com for you know the show times and what time we're we're both on. We'll both be there. Um, I'm at at the La Jolla Comedy Store at the end of the month, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and then Tempe Improv. Uh, for New Year's Eve, two shows, 7 p.m., 10 p.m., with Mr. Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee Live on Twitter. Um, and so, yeah, this episode is long enough. Um, so we're just going <laughs> to keep this intro short. All Things Comedy, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. We love you. Thank That's you for where listening you find so us. much. Enjoy it. All right, so let's first talk about how this episode came to be. Testing one. Testing. Are we on? Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I asked you. Let's talk about how this episode today, came to be. We, t- guys, today we did something really fun. Nick and I went and we learned how to make tamales. Didn't we, Nick? We had a real good time having Oops. a tamale lesson. Oops. We got a tamale lesson from a 75-year-old woman named Felix. Mm-hmm. And God, it was informative. We learned together how to make tamales. It was like a thing we'll never forget. It was a rarely do you get a shared experience with Mm -hmm. two dudes that's Mm -hmm. something you'll remember forever and ever. Right, Nick? I would like to interrupt for one moment and say that I was not there. Oh, wait, you overslept. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I woke up at 11.03. Actually, here's what happened. 
I woke up at 8.15. Okay, here's the deal, actually. I woke up at 8.15 a.m., and then I'm like, fucking, this is way too early, man. I got plenty of time. I don't mm-hmm. have to be there till 10.45. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to sleep, and then I woke up at 11.03. He broke an old lady's heart. And then I had a text from you. You're like, hey, are you almost here? Yeah. And which, another one at like 11 or whatever. That was like, here's the address hey, I'm leaving. When, no, it was, it was when you wake up. <laughs> you just assume you're like, you must have slept in. Um, yeah, I, I, it fucked up my day. Because I don't like, A, to sleep in. And B, I don't like to be late to things. Oh, yeah. So I woke up and I went. When I woke up at 8.15, I was like, fucking plenty of time. I'm just going to go back to bed. And I woke up at 11.03, and I was like, the second I opened my eyes, I was like, fuck. And then I looked at my... Terrible feeling. I looked at my phone, and I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Um, the and difference then, I feel between being an adult and not is like when I would... That would happen to me the three times it's happened in my entire life, is you do, you do the thing where you show up and don't shower, whereas as an adult, you're like, let's just cancel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, no, I'm not doing it. No, what, I'm sorry. You just say you're sorry instead, yeah. as opposed to trying to fix it or still do it. You just go, no, sorry. <laughs> I was so worried about, like, I had, like, an audition once that I was so worried about being late to. Yeah. That, um, and I don't know why, because I'm always early to stuff, mm-hmm. you know? But I was so worried about being late to this. Are you Kevin Christie early? 50 minutes, 5-0? I usually get there 45 minutes, yeah. 30, 40, because I want to sit in the car and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just that? don't want I don't want to be late, you yeah. know, because no. I've done it a few times and it doesn't feel good and it's not it's sucky feeling. It's not professional. So I got there and then I was like, fuck yeah, man, I am here like an hour early. This is the shit. And then I go check in at the gate and they're like, yeah, we don't have your name here. And I was like, was it at Fox? It was not. It was at a Fox uh, never has my name when War- I show up early. It was at Warner Brothers. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Well, it's a good thing I got here early because of stuff like this. You know, they don't have your name. Yeah. They got to make calls, but you can't blame them. So this is why you show up early. I did the right thing. <laughs> and then they, uh, they make a call and they're like, yeah, we're not seeing your name on here. I'm like, oh, well, let me call somebody. And then I call my manager and then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. They don't have your name because uh, the audition's tomorrow. I've done that. And I'm like, well, I'm really, really fucking early to this thing. I once got told by a uh, <laughs> former adult film actress, and then uh, mainstream actress Tracy Lords that I was there on the wrong day. Yeah, she was like uh, Kevin because she I, I was writing my name. And the lady was like, "What's your name, Kevin?" And I was like, "I sorry." I said, "She said, what's your name?" I said, "Kevin." And the lady walking in the room and Tracy Lords goes, "Kevin, sweetheart, I think you're here on the wrong day." And I was like, "If you call me sweetheart again, I'm gonna get an embarrassing bone bone." <laughs> but yes, she was so nice that Tracy Lords. The end. By Kevin. (laughs) So I went by myself to go watch Felix make tamales. I sort of helped in that I mixed the sweet ones with my hands in the giant bowl. Mm -hmm. What I learned about making them is it's too complex for me to explain. I realized right away that I was not going to grasp any of this Mm -hmm. and that I was just going to be like, "Uh uh-huh, half a cup. Like I was just going to repeat what was being said to me as it was being said, and then instantly forget it. I remember the words masa, which I already knew. Yeah. Uh, mixing. Uh, I, I brought some home that I know how to steam. Apparently, I got to steam these bitches for two hours. Oh, wow. In a thing that I was given also. I watched them make the sauce. I watched Felix make the sauce in a blender. It involves chilies and onions in a chicken stock situation of the measurements of which I am completely unaware. Uh, the, smelled, um, the, the smell, I will say, the smell of the sauce 
was top two or three smells I've ever smelled in my entire life. Oh, really? It was unbelievable because it had that smell of cooked onions. Oh, yeah. But then chilies. It was staggering. Wow. And she, and to watch her, she was just doing her thing, making... And then uh, the mix with chicken, I didn't eat it, but again, it smelled unbelievable. Uh, when you watch someone who knows how to cook make something that, like... You, you have no idea how to put together. It's almost like you're watching a magic trick. Well, also, she's clearly made it her whole life. So there's not a lot of like, it's just so kind of natural. Like nothing was measured. She's like, that's about enough. Yeah. There's a lot of that. You just eyeball it. Which is also harder to learn from because you're like, yeah. oh, so you just kind of know how right. to do it. You know, it's like trying to, t- if I try to teach someone how to bone, it's just I'm a natural and you <laughs> <laughs> you either have the gift or you don't. You know yeah, I mean? you either have the You're gift like, or not. Learn the rhythm. I was born with it. Yeah, it's like the ri- <laughs> I'm like Gloria Stefan. The rhythm just lives yeah. inside me. Um, so the reason this came up, the reason we wanted to do this, is because of our swap meet episode where we were like, we got to find more productive shit to be obsessed with. Or yeah, into. Our, our hobby should also be productive as yeah. opposed to just buying products so cooking learning how to cook was one of them and the way i went about it was to apparently sleep through it yeah you slept through so i'm not doing a good job yeah you're you you but i already know how to cook okay so i got that going that's then then that's totally fair yeah yeah um so i just rested (laughs) (laughs) instead yeah you rested as opposed to Um, that but what you found actually on the internet yeah, home of information mm-hmm. is uh, you found this thing called Twenty Four Rules for Being a Gentleman in 2014. In 2014, written by who? Uh, this girl named uh, Chelsea Fagan. Yeah, I f- I really like this list. Okay, I want to make sure we say her name because it's a good list. I read about four or five, and then I was like, I want this these things to be a surprise as we discuss them. So yeah, um, but yeah, Chelsea Fagan. We'll throw out her Twitter handle real fast. Uh, it's Chelsea underscore. Fagan, F-A-G-A-N, so C-H-E-L-S-E-A underscore F-A-G-A-N. From New York, she's senior writer at Thought Catalog. Um, So yeah, she went ahead and put this list together. We don't know her. We've never met her. Yeah, I kind of think I I connected to this list. on. I saw it on someone's Facebook, and I just clicked on it. I Uh kind of feel like that's what happened. Yeah. So this fits kind of what we're doing, where we're like like heading. Yeah. in our thinking, you know, so we're gonna we're just gonna kind of go through this list. So, if you want to look this up and go through, like, go along with it with us, it's uh, thoughtcatalog.com and it's rules for being a gentleman. Twenty four rules for being a gentleman in yeah. twenty fourteen. Um, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, Steve Howie in the background. He's in my kitchen making coffee. <laughs> uh, he just wolfed down a subway. He ate sandwich. a foot long subway sandwich, like minutes. like the opposite of a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Still <laughs> He just yelled, "It's still 2013." Um, <laughs> he ate it like a hungry baby. So here's the the beginning of it. She writes this little paragraph. The age of the gentleman, that semi-imaginary time we all have in our heads where men you actually want to sleep with wore fedoras and treated ladies like ladies might be over. But there's no the reason... The fedora it part is certainly over. Um, yeah. Well, it keeps coming back and going away. Let it die. Um, so there's no reason it can't come back next year. We just need to set up a few ground rules for being a modern Cary Grant slash Paul Newman slash Ken Cosgrove. We'll all be drinking scotch and wearing linen suits again in no time. I'm super, by the way, glad she didn't mention George Clooney in there. I think he always gets mentioned as this modern gentleman, which we actually have no idea. We what don't do know him mean? personally. He's always like, 
Clooney style gentleman, which I think the dude's great and all, but like, I think he, like appearance wise, he looks yeah. like a gentleman. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know about his personal life. We have no idea. But I mean, how much do we know about Cary Grant's personal life and Paul Newman? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Paul Newman. Gentleman. I love Paul Newman. I mean, he makes some fucking badass lemonade. Yeah, and he <laughs> <laughs> or he or he hires people. To he do makes it. the dopest microwave popcorn you've ever yeah. fucking ate, bro. Yeah, that guy's a man. Has a Rolex named after him. That's all I'm saying. That's that's very manly. Done and done. So it sounds like this is like going to be a uh, bringing back the classic kind of fifties man. Or I didn't find man. it that, which is why I liked it. I think it was. So that's you read what the I, whole list. I read the whole list okay. and I thought it was a pretty good modern take. Okay, cool. So this is going to be exciting. Um, <laughs> Nothing's exciting like a list. <laughs> yeah, like a list of how you're not a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, number one. Have a signature drink that you both can make at home after a long day's work and order with effortless swag at any bar you happen to be in. This means no complicated ingredients and easy substitutes. If it's a whiskey soda, so be it. Okay. Um, when I used to drink, I had, I had a couple of drinks, like go-tos. Right. What were they? Um, one was uh, vodka soda. Like a girl. With a lime. Mm-hmm. Now, vodka cranberry would be for, for a girl. Um, that's not a very gentlemanly thing to say, by the way. Well, I haven't... You're a girl. I haven't implemented the list. Are you, okay. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, I would do that. Or, you know what I'd get is just like a whiskey on the rocks or just scotch on the rocks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I respect that. So, I'd get either like Jameson on the rocks or like Glenlivet. Right. Or something like that. Okay. So if it's really good whiskey, you just go neat like a man. I mean, that's a just a fun. I think a lot of those drinks have to do with the. F- it's fun to say them, <laughs> like yeah. to say neat. Let me yeah. get that neat. Let me like, get a McAllen twenty four neat. What They're is like, that whoa, mean? is this guy in charge of something? Yeah, it sounds like you just told a jet and plane you go, to yeah, bomb this something. Bar, and you slam down a two dollar bill. <laughs> 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 like, sir, that'll be way more than two dollars. Uh, my signature drink is a YooHoo. At a so, bar? No, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm like, where's this bar? And let's go now. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, everyone's like, I live at this and this. I'm like, yoo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't bars have like, there should be bars that have like. Chocolate milk. That section of drinks. Yeah. There's so many people that. Don't drink. Yeah, don't drink or just don't drink that much. Isn't vodka yoo-hoo a thing? I've heard people order that. Maybe. But yeah, they should have. If they had, Steve, if you're going to talk, use the microphone. It's <laughs> a really good idea. Eh? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, that, they should have stuff for people. You're, you're leaving. You did it again. He said, he said, Steve dropped a WTF for those of you who can't hear him. <laughs> but yeah, you're leaving money behind for, for people like me. If I knew I could go to a bar and get something just to hang, so I'd be able to hang out with my friends, I'd probably go. Yeah. And like Diet Coke and ginger ale is not enough. I want something fun. Yeah, or at least like good ginger ales. Good, good ginger ales, you know or like weird... a fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah, ginger beers. Yeah, yeah, they ginger beers that are good. But the thing that is, would encourage. There's so much less profit margin. A ginger no, for beer. Sure. You're taking up because I know a big thing in bars is like real estate. How much space you have for each liquor and stuff oh, okay. like that. So you're taking a thing that usually would get eight bucks for, uh-huh. and you're taking room that a thing you get two dollars for. Okay. It's just a money thing. But you could put it down below or I don't know, somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, it would be a small supply, obviously, because most people in a bar are there to drink. But, like, that would help out your designated drivers. Yeah. Who are like, fuck, I got to drink Coke all night. Yeah. But if they had, hey, we have weird chocolate milks and, yep. like, ginger ales. I and- love strawberry milk. 
Yeah, just it's weird good. ass drinks. Yeah. Remember that like Jones Soda Company? Yep. That had like they follow me on Twitter. Um, yeah, like shit like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what my drink now is just ginger ale with a fucking lime in it. Well, because it looks like liquor. Yeah. In a bar. And it tastes, you know, more fun than fucking water. <laughs> I love ginger ale. It's tasty. Dude, ginger beer is good too. Ginger Bundaberg's ginger beer. Ginger ginger people are nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in general, it's a it's a it's a it's a spicy vibe. Number two. Wait, so you don't have an actual alcoholic drink? No, right I now. don't. You're not. I you drink w- beer when I drink, and I don't think that's signature-ish. And you don't care what kind of this beer. This guy loves a bud. Like, I don't know. And, and I, right. like, the more complex the beer name, the more annoying it gets. Once you were like, let me get a Boddington Oatmeal Peach Ale. Like, it's yeah. just too many names. Um, that's actually a good one, though. Let me get a Cheesecake Amber. Like, it's, it's I'm not too crazy much. about that. All that stuff. That's a little heavy. Yeah, like a banana bread ale. I don't want to hear that stuff. That one's good, like, during the winter. Again, it's, it's all tastes just like beer. It's maybe <laughs> smell. for real. Yeah, it may smell <laughs> like a beer. <laughs> yeah. It may, you smell the thing. You're like, oh, that smells like banana. It doesn't taste like You know banana. what's a real one? is chocolate stout. Okay. So it stouts already a heavy beer, and then like the chocolate flavor, you're like, well, that's great. And then you take one sip, you're like, I can't drink a whole one of these. It's like the beer equivalent of Cold Stone, where you're like, two kinda, spoonfuls, you're like, I feel gross. Kind of, yeah. You're like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Who wants the rest of this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, Steve's making sound effects. <laughs> hey, Michael Winslow, you want to calm it down back there? <laughs> <laughs> that was the loudest pouring of ice I've ever heard. In my yeah, life. You might as well just screamed Ice Maker over and over again. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I don't have a signature drink. I probably won't end up having one because I kind of just like drinking beer. See that? See that? That was one of that's one of those old school. That is like rules. an old school one. Yeah, where like I see I see it because most men drink, mm-hmm. I think, and that that to me is the, I put that in the same category as like uh, that art of shaving stuff, where it's like get a straight razor. It's like no, I'm not. I think it's also the that. environment. Like if you that seems like more of a like a. If you worked in finance or on Wall Street yeah. or kind of like when you're going to steak restaurants and yeah. doing that thing. I'm glad she got that one over first. Yeah, yeah. Over with first. Because then, I mean, my drink would be an old-fashioned if I was still drinking. Right. But those are hard to find well-made. Because you can order them, but most people don't know how to make them. Right. And sometimes they just taste like shit. So what what I wanted to be my signature drink, I quit on because yeah. most of them were garbage. Yeah. Um, okay. So number two. Keep all negative social media activities to a minimum because no gentleman engages in things like Twitter fights or passive-aggressive Facebook statuses. It's just not classy. Absolutely. It's not even that it's not classy. It's, it's basically like it says you're like small-minded, that you let someone pick a fight with you who you don't even know, who you don't care about. Just the fact that they said something negative to you spins you out means you're weak-willed. Mm-hmm. I just find it weak-minded. Yeah, it's immature. I never reply. I haven't replied to a negative comment on Twitter in a year at least. Oh yeah, I don't even bother. I yeah, don't even. Blo- I just. I, I look at it, and then I move right past it. Yeah, I Ooh. sometimes think of the thing I would say, but then I don't say it because thing is, you in your head you're like, well, I'll just say this, but then you got to say like nine more things because it's a back and forth. Yeah, then they, you've engaged them. They're trolling the shit out of you. Is all they're doing. They're like, yeah. I'm bored. I have no life. I want. The attend- and when you sometimes you click on their Twitter profiles, and right before your comment, they commented at you. It's five or six other ones. They're just throwing it out there. Yeah, no. Who's gonna get mad? And yeah. how can I spend my Saturday night? Yeah. 
that's you know and when you see that when you look at it from their perspective you're like that is boring that is bummer and town. gross and it's like almost sad it's not almost sad it's it is sad. sad it is a fully formed sphere of sad yeah it's a perfectly smooth sadness orb i remember once i tweeted some joke about taylor swift and yeah. like her fans went ballistic on me right they just started like replying I mean, and it, they were like mean. For you think Taylor Swift fans? Yeah, they were like, "You should kill yourself." <laughs> there were multiple "You should kill yourself" tweets. Bring it! Now and I'm like, I like these them. guys are like teenage girls. Yeah, fuck you. So then I responded to some just because there were so many with like overwhelmingly positive, like "You should kill yourself," and I'm like, I'm like, well, that's not a very nice thing to say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> things like that. I did that for like five or ten minutes, but, um, but yeah, for the most part, it's a waste of time. And the passive aggressive Facebook status thing, I, I that's just unfriend just, people. That's just just weird when you see someone do the like. Apparently, you can't trust people, and you're like, yeah. why don't you just Whose say the names per- rhyme with Schmim? Yeah, why like, don't you just so say Jim, their name, so, man? So, why don't you just call Jim? And, and, yeah, and honestly, when you see that, when I see those long Facebook posts, you're like, oh, why don't you can't be in my life anymore? Yeah, anything over two sentences. And there's yeah, there's some that are like two full paragraphs. And yeah, I'm like, find a friend. There is a you can submit to Huffington Post. It's open. Yeah, that you can just put things on. And then there. you can at least get immediate rejection and yeah. know that you shouldn't do that anymore. No, I think they just put it on. Then you can say you're a published author, but don't don't putting it on Facebook is weird. Yeah, I just because uh, I have a bunch of Facebook friends from when it first started that you just kind of were adding everybody because yeah. you're like, oh, this is the thing now. And I don't so, know any of my Facebook friends. Oh, yeah. And now you just see, I see updates where I'm like, sometimes there'll just be these a string of updates from someone and I'm like, and it's just they're complaining about some political thing or something I don't I don't care about or know about. And then I'm like, who yeah. is this I guy? I don't recognize this name. And then I just go click on profile, unfriend, never have to deal with him again because I've be, never met him. It's like arguing with Nats. Yeah. It'd be like if Nats were bothering you and you were like, why are you doing this? Yeah. You're ruining my day. Don't you see? You know I had a hard day. It's like yeah. they're Nats. Get away from me. They literally don't care. They don't speak the same language as you. You're arguing with the with a fart that came out of someone else's butt. Right. Asking it why it's hurt your nose. <laughs> That's a major reason why I'm not on Facebook. At all? At all. Okay. I haven't been on Facebook for years. But do you still have one? No. Oh, that's I beautiful. Can't, but they still have my information of what uh, I, when I had my page. Yeah. They still have that. Okay. So they, you reactivate it if you want it. Let's if just I, call Facebook the NSA because that's what it is. That's what it is. Let's and that's why I, that, that's one of the reasons also because of the queue that loads up with people wanting to be befriended by mm-hmm. me was too stressful. And I was like, I got to get out. That's why Twitter is better. And I would be on Instagram more, but I forgot my password. <laughs> but that's why Twitter is great. I just like, oh, you're I will suck. submit that Unfollow. no one knows their Instagram password. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you just stay logged in. Yeah, I've, I don't know it. I don't know mine. That's funny. Yeah. Number three. Let's see. Okay, this one I relate to a lot. Um, hold doors open for everyone. Everyone. Because that's just a nice thing that you do. Absolutely. Yes, Chelsea Fagan, who wrote this. Yes. I agree with you. Enjoy it. This is, this fucking drives me insane. Yeah. When people, first of all, I don't care where I'm leaving. Yep. I open the door and I always look over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Even if Mm -hmm. I didn't see anyone down an entire corridor. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, maybe someone came out from a door I didn't mm-hmm. see was there. It is the last bit of glue holding us together from just becoming animals. Common public decency. Hold God the door, it. people. Your yeah. door is already in your hand. Just hold it a little longer. Just look, yeah, look a little longer. Yeah. Because a lot of times... Hold me closer, tiny doorknob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying there? Do you get what I'm putting down? Mm-hmm. Just hold it open. And by the way, if someone holds the door open for you and you don't say thank you, you go to hell. Yeah. You, you are a hell person. You know what I do when they don't say thank you? I, I look at them in their eyeballs and I go, you're welcome. Yeah, you're entitled to. That's what you get. Yeah. And sometimes, though, you can tell they're so old they didn't even realize what was happening. That's different if they're very, very old. Yeah, 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 yeah. But th- let me tell you something. The old people always say thank you. That's true. Yeah. They're old school. Mm-hmm. They're old school gentlemen and gentlewomen. I don't even want to point the finger at who doesn't say thank you, but we know who doesn't, and fuck those people. Young and they people. should. Young people. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say which Young gender. punks. But they don't. Say thank you, or I'll punch you in your... F- I'll wait for you in that parking lot. Oh, it's lot. the worst. Like, I, I was leaving uh, the gym one day, I think it was, and then I, like... A lot of people are constantly coming in and out of the gym. So I, all, I hold the door open. Sometimes it's like two, three people at a time. Mm-hmm. Then one day I held the door open... And I was about to let go, and I see this girl like walking out, and I was like, "Oh!" And I went and grabbed it again, and then she walks right through the door, texting, and kind of looks up and looks at me, and then looks right back down, and continues texting and walks out like I was a fucking doorman. I wonder. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be compassionate towards. I her followed journey. her for five feet. I wonder if that has to do with thinking in her mind. If I say thank you, to this dude, he. He's, it's going to give him an excuse to like talk to me and then I'm going to get hit on. I wonder if that's a protection thing. That doesn't give you the right to not be polite. Yeah, I just wonder. I wonder if like that's because guys, guys who are, are always looking for the tiniest window, like, thank you. No problem. Got to hold the door open for a pretty lady. Like it's, you know, they're always kind of trying any window. So I, I like, I wonder if that's just her being like, I, I, look, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, look, if you're a pretty girl, You've dealt with being hit on so much that, you know, most girls know how to shut that shit down right away. It still sucks. It's still not their fault. It's still just the way they look that they were born that way. It's like me. I look this way. I can't help it. People want it. Um, (laughs) Can I ask a question? Yes. Yes. Do you really think the answer was going to be no? If your top half isn't ginger, but your bottom half is, are you considered a ginger? (sighs) Valid question. You're a ginger muggle. (laughs) <laughs> no, they call them in Harry Potter muggles. Yeah, half half. Boots. I mean, I only have a ginger face, and I'm ginger. No other, uh, no other part of my body. Yeah, your have, hair is brown. My hair is a ash blonde, which is a brown, light like a light brown. And then my, I have orange facial hair. Yeah, <laughs> and then the rest is brown. My, oh no, then I have mo- a lot of blonde body hair, and then some not blonde body hair. It's a, I'm a Neapolitan. Yeah, it's it's gross. It's just weird. It's gross and weird. <laughs> um, but I don't think that's a valid argument, what you're saying. Okay, I'm just about. saying maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to be more empathetic, guys. Um, I think the empathy should be people should notice that there's other humans around them. Totally, totally. And just hold a goddamn door open. But hold the door open not expecting a thank you. That's the real, that's how you really do it. Doing good deeds, not expecting the result is a true good deed. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, some guys are just like, hell in the dark. Like, they want too much recognition. Altruism is hard, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, true. Altru- it's almost impossible. It's very diff. But, it's very um, diff. But what I do, another thing I do is if someone uh, leaves 
Oh, it goes through a door and doesn't hold it open for him. And I'm like holding something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they will just, because people will push a door open in one, yeah. s- one not, motion. Yeah. Their hand goes right into the door, the door opens, and then they just walk right through it and let it fall close behind them. And if I'm right behind them, I take my palm and you make and the I, sound. I slam it. I let the door slam into my hand and I go, and sometimes they'll like turn around. To hear what it was, and then it'll be me just staring right See, at them. I think the first step in your progress will be to let go of those habits. Let yeah, go of the you're welcome. Let mm-hmm. go of the hand slam. Mm-hmm. Give it up. Just let it out. Let you're it go. Right. Just find your... Instead of doing that, you know what you can do? Take a deep breath. Say the serenity prayer. Bang. <laughs> I couldn't even take that seriously. <laughs> You're right about the let it go part. Let it go. Anger. It, you know what <laughs> Max it's Greenfield? It's a mild annoyance I don't need. You know to, what you do with little bits of anger? You clench up your butt cheeks and it hides a piece of crap somewhere in your colon. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> and then that turns into colon cancer. So just don't do that. When you clench up, it, it hides poop in your body. Yeah. Let it out. Let it go, man. Let gotta, it go. I just got to breathe. Breathe through Exhale. it. I just got to go. Let it out. <sighs> Exhale. Yeah. Because I used to be like a irritated driver. There were a lot. Oh. Of, I had a lot of like road rage problems. Oh, and I, years ago, and I worked on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm ne- I'm always gonna need to drive a fucking car around town, and this is just stressful, and it's pointless. You're gonna have an aneurysm. And I I really un I undid it. Like yeah. I I rarely ever get upset on the road anymore. I you I feel I still do a lot, and I it's feel like I almost me. use road rage as a place to get at. Because I know when I'm yelling at, mm. it's always a Corolla. When I'm screaming <laughs> at a Corolla, uh, I know it's not about the Corolla. Mm-hmm. It's about someone who hurt me. Mm-hmm. Not in who drove Corolla. a Corolla. No, just someone. Was who it hurt the me. Toyota Motor Company? <laughs> no. Oh. No, no, no. But someone hurt me, and I need to let out that pain, so I do it in my car towards the Corolla. Right. Number four. Three was a great one. I really three was a great one. one. I mean, that just... I'm, okay. So far, this list is good. Yeah. We're only three out of 24 in. <laughs> it could get really bad. No. <laughs> I read it. It doesn't. Um, okay. So number four. Always text back promptly, even if it's to let someone down gently. The worst thing that you can possibly do is leave someone uh, is to leave them hanging so they can torture themselves with worst case scenarios. Yeah, you think that doing nothing is nothing. It's not. An absence is a presence, you guys. So doing nothing is just some passive aggressive shit. That's either you being too weak to confront the problem or you're trying to let them twist on purpose. Both of which I do and have done. This is such a vague rule, though, because it doesn't. Is it just text back promptly? No matter what the text is, well, I think it, when it I says read to this, let someone down gently, I think it's like, yeah, uh, you know, a uh, uh, a romantic. This seems to be in reference to relationships. Yeah. It doesn't state that in the rule, but that's it. It seems to be in reference to that because I mean, if you're working and you literally can't have a text conversation, you can't text back properly. Sure. Unless to say, "Hey, I'm working. I'll text you later," which I think that uh, this applies to also. <coughs> yeah. Like, I do that now. Like, I used to not reply when I couldn't. Instead, I reply now, like, about to record a podcast. Can't talk to you for... I'll text you when I'm done. Mm-hmm. That way, they're not like, oh, they're just thinking bad things about me right now. Yeah, I will... Uh, if someone texts me and I don't respond, I just either... I don't respond with a, hey, I'm working. I just will not respond until I'm ready. Yeah. Then they'll just assume that, oh, he's probably... I use passive-aggressive silence as a thing all the time. Trying to, I'm trying to actively stop it because I've... No, it's... I realized that a long time ago that if you say nothing, someone just basically turns on themselves. 
Yeah. And their worst, their worst thoughts become their reality. There's such thing as text message silent treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like a real thing. Yeah. I've, I, like, on accident not text somebody back, and three hours will go by, and they're like, oh, you're doing the thing where you're just not going to talk to me? And you're like, no, I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but or yeah. I, well, That happened to me once where I was texting with someone, and I didn't respond because I had to, like, because I was waiting to go on stage or something like that, and I was like, yeah, just kind of texting, and I go, oh, I'm on soon. I just put my put, put my phone on airplane mode because yep. I don't want it, the recording to get interrupted. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot to take it off airplane mode. Yeah, for a good hour after I was done, and then like <clears throat> I turn it, uh, I take airplane mode off, and it's just like five Ang- texts and in a row. And they get progressively more angry. Of like, what's wrong? Are you mad? Why aren't you responding? And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know the thing is, there but needs. But some people are too sensitive. Texting is a new thing still, but the 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 lines of etiquette need to be drawn. Mm-hmm. And I think text back. That's the thing when someone's like, "Oh, I didn't have time to text you." You're like, "Are you serious, bro?" Yeah, you didn't have time. It takes two. Literally, in when it's, a lot of times people say like, "It takes a second. Texting actually does take a second, <laughs> like an actual second. It takes yeah. three, four seconds to say like, "Sorry, blah, blah. it's not." So when you when someone says that, I'm like, oh, "Fuck you, man." Didn't have yeah, the fact reply. that uh, just sending a text message is too much work now. I can understand, like, oh, this is going to be a conversation. I don't have time for this conversation right yeah. now. Yeah. But, like, don't say that shit. So, yeah, I agree with this one also. Numero cinco. Let's see. Number five. Own, cinco. own and be able to sufficiently rock at least one suit. Suits are the greatest untapped resource that most men have access to and can take even the most slovenly 4chan dweller into slick presentability. presentability. This is totally true. And you you owe it to yourself to know your way around a suit. Saddest fact about getting older is once you get about 30, everyone starts to die. So you need a black suit. Or get married. Or get married. Both require a black suit. <laughs> so get a black suit and learn how to wear it, because you're going to be wearing it twice a year for good reasons and bad. Guys? Steve, you got something to say there? Also, it's the easiest thing to wear. Yeah, Two pieces, mm-hmm. a shirt, yeah, you're soft done. Shoes. You're yeah. wearing them. You're wearing a completely together outfit, and you didn't really. It, they did it for you. It requires the least amount of thought. It might as well be one piece that you just pull over your body. That's yeah, how easy a, it is. A jumpsuit suit would yeah. be great. That a jumpsuit. You know what they should call those jumpsuits? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're onto something. Ugh, well, I'm always onto something. I own guys. one suit. Took me uh, till the age of thirty. To, to be honest it. with you, the buying a suit when you're young is dumb. There's no point. Because you don't know what your style unless is yet, you're and your in, body's not done. Unless you're in the band The Hives. Well. Then you need one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a requirement. It's true. <laughs> or you're a pip or a supreme. Right. <laughs> or one of the four tops. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you work in the business world. That's all. That's the thing. I like when you first, when people first get into the business world, they're buying like you, if you get a job out of college, you're like a 23 year old that all of a sudden needs six to seven suits. Yeah, you and you don't have any tie a full Windsor. I've, I I believe this was a thing that when you got when you got jobs in like that world, they would give you like a clothing loan, like a clothing advance. Oh wow! To buy suits because you needed suits and you didn't have a fuck, you didn't have the money. It's like you need to go spend like you know a few thousand dollars for even cheap suits. That's and crazy. so they would give you money to do that. See, even like out here, if you work in like, you know, music or comedy or acting, it's like you don't, for a long time and for the most part, don't, you don't need formal wear. No, I have one suit and then I wanted, I had to go to the Showtime Christmas party, NBD. <laughs> Steve was there. And I wanted to wear just a different suit than I have, so I went and bought one at Topshop. Mm-hmm. It was still 
400 bucks, but it fit perfectly. And because I have a top shop man type body, <laughs> I'm right. small, I'm small and thin. Uh-huh. So like it fit pretty easily, but I wanted just like a new suit to wear that didn't look like the one I already had. You yeah, know? Nick, you should get fitted for a suit with your giant. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, you'd have to get arms. fitted. Yeah, well, I got one that I just need to get tailored. Yeah, it fits. That's it, tailored. Yeah, I just haven't had to wear it yet. So yeah, it's just sitting I, there. I, I have. I'm starting a nice collection. Well, that of jacket suits. you had on that party was dope. It was the see, green one. It was tailored, and see, that's the. That it was like a green. It was a deep, deep green. It was high button. That sounds it, great. It, it was. Uh, Who made it? Um, it Vers- was tailored. Was it Versace? No, no, no. This Versace. wasn't. A, you know, you go to a you go to a tailor. You pick a fabric. Oh, you had it like made, oh, yeah. made, yeah. made. Custom. You son that's of a bitch. So, that's like the same price too, kind of. It's it's cheaper actually. Oh damn! What? And the thing is though, is that you know to fit my torso, yeah, my arms, yeah, legs, everything. You have big ass thighs. Big ass thighs. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem. What? How long did it take to have it made? A week. Did you go back more than once or just one time? Went back once for the second fitting. Okay. To get the, because uh, they make the bones. Yeah. And then you get it fitted again. And then they adjust. And then you go in, and then if you need minor adjustments. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is you go put a jacket on off the rack, it's pulling in the shoulders, it's yeah. tight, like Top Shop. Yeah. Too narrow for my shoulders. Oh, yeah. Right, I can't yeah. Fuck with that and H&M, it's like. But yeah. here's the thing. There's why these guys that get tailor-made suits, and they only wear those things, again, easy to put on. Mm-hmm. You look great. Yeah. People judge you too. It's like if you look, if you if a guy is wearing a suit, you're like, oh, that guy's doing something, or you just don't look like trash. You don't look like <laughs> you don't look like trash. Like no one's people are like, oh, will I be overdressed? I've never seen someone get in trouble for being overdressed. Underdressed sucks. Overdressed is like, well, maybe he came from something more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never get like looked down on for being overdressed. I showed up to meet the people I went to the party with. Three lovely ladies. And uh, the one lady who met me up front was like, whoa. Because mm-hmm. I looked kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do a tie. I just went uh, kind of a plaid shirt underneath okay. the suit. Kind of like Kyle Ray was dressed when we saw him the other day. He had a plaid shirt under a jacket. Oh, right, yeah. I kind of did that. Because it I was a you know, Christmas party, so it was like formal but not formal. You I know, wanted to look nice but not like I like, was trying too hard. The L.A. suit is a blazer. Yep. Uh, like a plaid shirt. Dark jeans. See, I didn't want to do jeans. I think the jeans thing is a cop out. But that's like an LA suit. That to me is not a suit. That's almost just like going for drinks. That's like some first date shit. But people wear that to parties. Yeah, still parties fine. But this to me was like I don't know. This to me was more. I I think I don't. I don't want to. I think I'll do the jeans thing. But I to me it's like get the matching pants. It's just and I. But the thing is, I wore the pants. I wore. Red Wings. I wore the br- the ones we have, mm-hmm. the brown ones, as like a shoe. To that, to me, made it more casual. Yeah, yeah. You know, as opposed to like a wingtip. Right. Yeah. And I had sex with every woman at that party. So sweet, man. That's great. Proof so that's it worked out. Proof is in the push push. <laughs> it was a good investment. Didn't have sex with anyone. Uh, yeah, I you left don't get alone. Laid in a suit, you're doing. It wrong. I came. I I came to the party with three women. I left by myself. So interesting anecdote. <laughs> Let's number see. six. Number yeah, I lost my place. We're only at six, and I've lost my place. Right. Sace. Number six. Learn how to read lists. <laughs> okay. um, 
Number six, master a good handshake so that you are neither depositing your limp sea slug of a hand on someone else's palm, <laughs> nor crushing them with your rock biter from the never-ending story force. <laughs> yeah. I have experienced both sides of this. The cold fish is the worst. Uh, it's creepy. It is the creeps. Yeah. Yeah. I learned this young. My grandfather ch- taught me how to shake hands uh-huh. correctly. You get right into the in between. Right into palm. It's a thumb lock. You're yeah. the webbing of your thumb locks. And then you yeah. squeeze. I, I just kind of meet. I try to meet the same amount of. I just give them a squeeze. Mm-hmm. Not hard. I'm not. You don't. You don't. You shouldn't have to try hard to squeeze their hand. It's just a. And to me, it's a quick double. Shake, shake. Yeah. How are you? I hate when people hold on too long. It's yeah, like, the dude, double. let go of my <laughs> yeah. hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. My Wait. friend, Chris Candy's Japanese friend, Hiro, shakes your hand 67 times. But it's kind of cool. He's like, hello! <laughs> it's just like, shake, 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 shake. That's so weird. It's like you, it's like you hear that song, Hey, on the background, when he's like, yeah. all right, 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 all right. Stop shaking my hand. Stop shaking my hand. Yeah, that's weird. You know what this, that, that rule left out is that the, there should just be a fucking one handshake. Yeah. The whole, like, fist bumping. What about the bro, the bro hug? I'm not, I used to have a bigger problem with that, but that is, uh, as I get more black friends, that's the common. You do the, you do the palm to the hug. Oh, the you one-armed like hug. A shake that turns... Well, it's not, first of all, it's not a straight shake. It's the... I don't know what like you call it. Like an arm wrestling. The arm wrestling. What looks like you're about to arm yeah, wrestle. Yeah, you, you do arm wrestling of the hand, and then yeah. you do your yeah. offhand around the back real quick. Bring it I in. like that. It but makes... Here's the problem yeah. with that. When you pull back from the hug, you're still... Lo- How do you finish that handshake? There's you, nine no, no, no. different you ways. Pull, you pull away the snap and you do a fist bump. No one expects a white guy to know more than that. Just the pull away, the pull away kind of cling snap and a fist bump. That's all I've ever had to do. Sometimes I snap. If I get creative, I do the squid. But that's not... You the squid's like a good one. names for them? It's no, like, no. You, all, they, all they ask of a non-black gentleman is the... Pull away, fist bump. No, this has gone beyond race because now everyone has the multiple step hand. Well, of course, the white dude's probably going to try harder. But then you, you know what you do? You go, I'm not doing any of that. That's what I, I come from at least five or six feet back with my fist out for a fist bump because you can't multi step that. A fist bump <laughs> is just a boom and you're done. No more handshake. You ever done a fist bump and the guy snaps afterwards and you're like, oh, I could have snapped too? Yeah, but I don't even. <laughs> Who's gonna know that? I know, I but, mean, but you know what? I like the fist bump because have you ever shaken the hand of a sweaty palmer? Oh, oh the yeah, worst. the, it's the worst. worst. It's it makes so... me wonder. I've almost wanted to, every time I do it, I want to be like, "Calm down, bro, relax." Like, but no, what if like if you know you have sweaty palms? Yeah, mm-hmm. if you don't know, shake somebody's hand. If you know that you're a clammy. Mm-hmm. What are fist you doing? Bump fist bump it. When I like, if if I'm if I'm sitting with like two or three people and someone comes into the conversation new and says hi and they start shaking hands, it might have been in my pockets. Yeah, and I know I'm like, oh, they're sweaty. I while he's shaking hands one and two, I take mine out. I like, almost when I you know what, I meet someone, I do it as a thing. I almost do it. It might be an affectation. When I meet someone, I go, I like slap my leg mm-hmm. and rub it. And I go, how you doing? Like as yeah. a thing, like hey. Keeping the hand clean. Good to meet you, sir. Yeah, like yeah, I do it like that. Yeah. I think it's like a thing. I don't even know that my hand's dirty. Yeah, I here's do it a nice here. fresh dry palm for you. To yeah, shake. it feels like old timey. I'm like, good to meet you. Was doing yeah. some work. Yeah. Like it's like how that's how I. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Let's talk about the stock market. Yeah. You know I, I, I don't know. I don't know about this list. This one because here's why. <laughs> okay. I, I I have to meet a lot of different people, new people. Oh. I have to shake so many people's hands, and I don't want to anymore. I don't want to touch them. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's That's because you have a kid. It's not a germaphobe thing, but it's really... I'm touching strangers that I don't... I'm touching them. Then right? it is a and germ I'm touching thing. them on a part of the body where they use to touch everything so and it themselves. Is, so it is a germ thing. Maybe it is. <laughs> but the, I'd always heard there's there's like kind of a, a wives' tale, I guess, that Jay Leno keeps hand sanitizer in his pockets. So whenever you see on The Tonight Show, he shakes all the hands of the people in the front row. He immediately puts his hands in his pockets. You see him kind of shake around. What do you mean He hand? has like hand sanitizer wipes. Oh, like a wipe. In his pockets. And you see, he always goes right back into the pocket and cleans his uh-huh. hands. I don't doubt it. Which makes total sense. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Howie Mandel is like such a... Uh, he created the fist bump, I think. I he probably that. did, yeah. I wouldn't... Yeah, maybe. And he, he doesn't put a, like... T- and like, he put a rubber glove on his head. Hey. He blew, I, dude, that, when I saw that routine as a kid, he put the glove on his head, uh-huh. and then he pretended to be Rudolph. He had a reindeer voice. Killed me. I never... Killed me. I never got it. Killed I, me. I watched clips of him, and I just stared at it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what... I don't even I don't even know how to explain what the bit was. I'd have to rewatch it, because I didn't understand the context. I just liked the voice. It was so weird. He, I'm like, this is not... I don't know what it is. Yeah. He but, had a um, bag shaped like a hand. But yeah, the... Uh, like, if I go... Sometimes you accidentally grab someone... Like, someone squeezes too soon while you're still going in, yeah. and then it feels like you're giving That's them the a tactic. limp one. That's the tactic of... I've of noticed, like... No. Little dude, I remember distinctly, I'm not going to say his name, but a guy who was much shorter than me, he would so preemptively grab your fingers, <laughs> fuck you, he would grab your fingers before you could get palms locked. So he would like squeeze your fingers really hard. Yeah, what's with that? Why do people It's just do a, that? like, hey, I'm tiny, but don't think I'm not tough. It's like, all right, calm down. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I doubt that happens. <laughs> but when that when I, when I do that, I go like, oh, we got, let's do it over. Yeah. I always go, no, we got to, it's like yeah. giving a bad high five. Also, an important part of the handshake is eye contact. Yeah. I, I think, like to do this now. I like uh, a good crisp high five. Oh, it's good. Great. That that and a fist bump. I don't like fist bumps that much. It's just that just eliminates. Recently, that. I learned this. Did we discuss this already? That when you want to high five someone, you stare at the elbow. No, I've heard, I mean I've heard that, but I didn't know that. You look at each other's elbows. That's uh-huh. how you guarantee a crisp, you, you flush line, high five. You line it up like that. You line it up like you look at each other's elbows and just like whap. It's like shooting yeah. a basketball. Kind of. Or like your arm. Yeah. 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 Um, what which, about? We still have to do the athletic yeah. A's. Uh, you know. Oh, the 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 Bash Brothers elbow yeah. bump, the forearm bump, the forearm great. bump, great, great. That would be great. Uh, <laughs> That'd be cool if everyone just started doing like old women. <laughs> yeah. yeah, forearm bump. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I imagine there was a period of time in Oakland where that was happening all the time. All right, let's move on to the next one. We were on handshake for a long time. Uh, that's fine though. These are like in, these are everyday things. You're an everyday thing. That means um, you're boring. Your face is an everyday thing. Everyday handshake. It's true though. It is. Yeah, you use it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so number seven, uh, never attempt to explain under any circumstances why a cat should be considered a compliment. What well, a cat a call. cat call? I'm sorry, a cat call. That confused the shit out of me. Yeah, I a fucked cat that call. Up. Let me read that again. Never attempt to explain under any circumstances why a cat call should be considered a compliment. When I read this, I was confused at what a cat call was, and then I started to think about it. it was when I was like, hey, la, 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 la. <laughs> it's just yelling at ladies and discriminating, yeah. like, hey there, lady. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Hey, legs or some weird. Hey, legs, yeah. yeah. Hey, let's. Let's see if that's skirt or something. Yo, let me get them digits. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah. Screamed at a woman. I'm yeah. like, how? How many well, times does a woman be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, a lot of female comedians have bits about that. Right. Yeah. Where it's like they've never once like I've never been walking and had some guy yell out of a car like, hey, Blondie. I think it was uh, I want to say Paula Poundstone 
had a bit where like, some guy yells like, hey, what's up, that chick? And she's like, oh, you schemer, you. Like, she turns <laughs> around and has it work. Like, yeah, it's a stupid yeah. It's a stupid thing to do. There's no way it's it works. or And it's like, leave her alone, man. You know who seems to do that when, I, when I'm driving? Who? Gardeners. Really? I just see a guy yeah. in a dirty pickup with lawn equipment. They do that whistle. They do that like whistle thing. And the thing. guy in the passenger is like, hey. Yeah. Hey. And it's yeah. like. <laughs> I don't know. That's our equivalent of like the New York construction worker. Yeah. Like yeah. whistling and saying just rude <laughs> shit. I mommy. Yeah. Yeah. I mommy. I would never yell. I just, the timing of it's like, so is she going to turn around? She's going to stop what? her yeah. car? And then hey! she. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, hey! <laughs> yeah, like, what the process of it doesn't make any probable yeah, sense. What's the end result for people when they're like, hey, you? It seems like a thing those guys do to just impress their friends. They're like, yeah, I said something. It's a heckler. You're a heckler. Yeah. You're heckling the, as opposed to heckling the humor of a comedian, you're heckling the beauty of a woman. Yeah. You're just like, I want that. I can't get it. I want to participate in it. I'm going to yell. Well, you know what my buddy used to do? It was the opposite of heckling. When a hot girl would walk by, he would just start applauding. And and then she'd look and be like, and he'd just be like, wow, and applaud. And I'm telling you, I've I've seen it work. Okay. Because it's not, you're not saying anything like, Sexual. You're just literally giving I've a woman I've never a round of had a handle on how to compliment a female stranger. Mm-hmm. Like that first, like you see a woman you find attractive, you don't know her, mm-hmm. you want to say something. That first compliment to me is a minefield. Yeah, I don't do it because you get you get start you start to get wound. I think that's where the, all that like weird nagging thing comes from because it's just like you're all, you're kind of handing them over the control or I mean, you're like hey i just want to say you're a very uh, beautiful woman <laughs> like it sounds weird you know what i used to do what okay <laughs> what walk up with your beautiful face and body i don't oh. give a shit what you used to do <laughs> not, it's not beautiful one of my uh, earliest bits was based on something steve tried to give me as advice for meeting women oh i can't wait to hear this this is so good this oh, is yeah. steve probably second <laughs> season of reba Six five boyish face, none of the grizzled wear you see now because of having a child. <laughs> but he just go, I go, I don't know how to meet girls. Like you just go to a bar and just kind of like hang out, just sit there. That was the end of the advice. <laughs> you just wait. Yeah, and I said to him, I go, Steve, I'm not going in your body. And you're like, Yeah, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you just hang they out. They just there. come up to you, stupid. Just, yeah. No, I had to do some work. It wasn't that easy. <laughs> I go, I would say this, this would actually work. I would say, do you know that the the human body gives off pheromones? Fucking god <laughs> and damn it! Sometimes the chemistry that people have <laughs> is better than others, and I want to know if our chemistry it works. This is proof that good looks completely overcome a fucking horrific line. All right, let's yeah. move on back to the thing about the uh, the, the cat call. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. You know what it is, though. I think it is. It, it's like the heckling. You you, yeah. you you nailed it. It's people who know that they're not going to get those girls, mm-hmm. and it's always those people in certain uh, professions. You want to take part in something, you can't take part. No, in it's it. demeaning it too. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's you're trying to take it down a notch. Yeah, you're like, ah, you're never going to go out with me. So yeah, like hey. you would never go out with a guy like me. Truth is, she wouldn't, mm-hmm. and that's why you're mad. Uh-huh. Yeah, what girl would go out with a guy that's like? That you know, yells and is covered in yelling soot. about their legs and shit. Yeah, it has it's to get up. At, like, I'd love to go out to dinner, but I have to get up in four hours. It's eight p.m. <laughs> so this one, I mean, it, this one more specifies like never explain why it should be considered. Yeah, you're trying to judge. Like, no, no, no. I'm just I'm paying her a compliment. No, you're not. You're not. You're ta- you're ruining part of her day. Right. And you're only complimenting the part of her she had very little to do with. 
Yeah. It's annoying. It's fucking sexist. It's cheap. It's like when you're... And you're embarrassing her. You're... Because you don't only... She, she's not the only one who hears that shit. Then 11 yeah. other people around you stare at her. Yeah, it's not and like maybe she, doesn't, she doesn't feel like being fucking stared at right then. So, like, dude... It's like making those, like, really hacky jokes to a waiter. Where they're yeah, like, hi, exactly. I'm John, I'll be your server. And you're like, I'm Kevin, I'll be your customer. Like yeah, those, you, really old stupid when when you see people make them you know who loves to cut it up with a waiter steve howie no he doesn't really <laughs> i have watched steve torture waiters trying uh, to be funny it is the worst i love you dearly you're my best friend you are the worst <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you do to us hey i'll give you a tip steve one this is, i'll give you an example i'll give you an example one years ago you me your wife my uh, the woman I would then become engaged with went, went to a restaurant and the waiters and waitresses there wore uh, beige blazers, and you were like, "Must suck when someone comes in here with a beige blazer." <laughs> <laughs> they can't tell he's a waiter, and the lady was like, eh. "And They're you like, thought oh. she was into it? She was not." Laura went and apologized to her after the fact. <laughs> but yet, thing is, I don't think you think you're being fun. You think you're making their job easier, and you were a waiter too. That said, let's put that out there. Well, you were waiting why. for many years. No, that's not why. Just, putting, just, just you know, giving it back. Yeah, but people can't tell. Paying it forward. And you have that angry face. Yes, we would like to split that. Lean over. Yeah, bad, <laughs> bad. You're, you're, there's a part. You know what's funny about you? You're. We both. We will all know you're an extremely funny person. You're a skilled performer. There's a tiny. That's what she said. Guy inside you that comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, ah, you wanna? Yeah, that's what she said. There's a little bit of that ayo. Yeah, ayo. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you get away with it because you're big and handsome. No one's like, what the fuck? That certainly does help. Shut your mouth and eat a nilla wafer. It's also because I'm kind-hearted. Are and, you? And that heart is on my sleeve at all times. No, it's not. Next. Well, it's also the charm. Because you don't have to be like big and handsome or whatever. Well, also, everyone's but afraid of you. They're if you're worried, just charming. They're you. worried if they piss you off, you're going to flip the table, Thor. You have a, a to me. Well, he didn't always forehead. look like you, Thor. Okay, your your eyebrows, your eyebrow, the, the, the angle of your eyebrows look angry most of the time. <laughs> you have a thick, thick brow ridge. <laughs> Thick. <laughs> you can take a punch. If you see a punch coming, you know you can't get out of the way of you. Lower your head and take it. You the, lean into you're it. You're probably gonna break his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like people dodge punches. I go right into him. Yeah, I go break right the guy's fist. Then I have the upper hand. Yeah. So yeah, people are a little afraid of you. So that's why you do it. But yeah, don't catcall him. <laughs> if yeah, you want to talk to a girl, if you want to talk to a girl, be a man and go talk to her, dummy. This goes right back to uh, the holding the door open. Mm-hmm. Big guys always have to hold the door. Little guys walk through. You know you've been caught at the uh, at the mall or uh. grocery store, Seven Eleven, whatever. You open that door and there's a little guy <clears throat> with those girls. Every time that little guy walks through, it's like, oh, okay, buddy. Yeah, go ahead. Where it should be a tag team thing, where he goes, right. I'll take it from here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's a big one too. A handoff. I got it. Thanks, man. Responsibility. Yeah. A handoff goes to the bigger guy. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Hand that door off. Yeah. This number seven is like this is clear. That's like. Yeah, in a weird way, I don't see guys doing that. And if you would, you'd be like, "What the hell?" And any guy that need that is gonna, you know, that needs to be told this is not reading lists like this. He doesn't have an internet connection. Yeah, he's not. He's not looking at twenty four rules for being a gentleman. Oh, let me improve my life. He's going like, "Fuck this internet he's shit, like, man." Twenty four. Fuck that, yeah. bro. Let's go hunting. Yeah, or whatever they do. <laughs> yeah. Next. Okay, number eight. Do not be afraid of accessorizing because a pair of nice shoes or a classy watch can upgrade you almost immediately, as explained in the Beyonce song. 
Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with this. Wait, I do. I'm wearing a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, um, this is absolutely true. And a high-quality pair of shoes lasts you an extremely long time. Mm-hmm. Shoes, belts. That's why I had a boss named Ed Warren, and he would say, the only thing to spend money on clothing-wise is a suit, shoes, and belt. Because mm-hmm. they last forever and ever and ever and ever. Pair of wingtips, you only have to get them resold. Yeah, when, when we say shoes, we mean like boots. Dress nice, shoes. Nice shoes. Yeah, red wings, you get them resold. Wingtips, same thing. Dress shoes. Sneakers, if you're spending over, we've discussed this before on the podcast. 70 bucks. 70, 80, maybe 100 if they're like, you know, oh, Limited pair of Jordans dish. I've always wanted. Da, yeah. da, da, da. But don't, if you're spending over $100 on sneakers, you're, away. you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're no, accessorize it. with a good thing. Yeah, belt, uh, yeah, yeah. The boots, the belt, like a tie. Yeah. You throw on a tie, Silk tie casually. Spend 300 bucks on a wristwatch that'll last you the rest of your life. Yeah. Get an old one. If you want, a, if you want a, a wristwatch that'll last you forever and isn't a super expensive, get a vintage watch. Get an old Minerva, a Longines, an Omega. Vintagetime.com. Ironically, time just stood still. <laughs> during that <laughs> yeah <laughs> no um yeah you're absolutely right this one seems obvious i don't know about the explaining the beyonce song part no idea what no that idea fucking means get a tie clip those are useful yeah tie clips are cool you pocket can find square vintage cool ones on learn, Etsy. you know it's a fun thing to collect pocket squares i have one of those too yep learn how to fold them make them into a three point mm-hmm. two point make a, a, a whooping crane uh you make a you make a you do like an origami thing mm-hmm. it's fun yeah it is bit of sartorial splendor man it up guys yep um, number nine mm-hmm. do not refer to things as gay Duh. that aren't homosexual human beings people who call things gay as a pejorative are truly the raisins in the trail mix of life first of all I agree with the first part but raisins are I uh, add the good. raisins parts where you lose me that's my favorite part yeah, of the trail like mix really good that's, that's like, like the break between eating what feels like and tastes like dirt yeah, because if there's no M&M's you're like thank god for these fucking raisins uh, first of all I don't get M&M trail mix that's weird to me uh, there's got to be some kind of chocolate. Like what trail is that? The Willy Wonka trail? Like that's not trail. Yeah, the happiest trail in the world. You're the, ha- the happiest trail in the world. <laughs> the space from my belly button to my junk. Um, so is that a mixture of brown and amber and red and all <laughs> this, this confusing yeah. trail of colors. It's because it looks like it's sort of on fire. It's a yeah. forest that's on fire because it's yeah. brown and orange. Um, <laughs> Kevin's happy trail is a hyper color t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Lights up on a sweat. <laughs> but yeah, this is super obvious, and I feel like most people we know, I've. I've I read this and was like, I think I inadvertently stopped doing this without even thinking about it. Yeah. Kanye West said to stop doing this like two years ago. Mm -hmm. He did an annoying video, but that was right. In the (laughs) last like seven or eight years, it's really become Yeah, you've just like, it's not. It's not a thing anymore. It's it's like, it's not politically correct. It's like borderline offensive. What's really offensive is saying fag. Yeah. That's like become officially offensive. It's because now you just refer to it as gay F-bomb. Right, yeah, yeah. It is the homosexual F-bomb. Um, you notice it a lot with comedians on stage that they used to use you yeah. know, fag or faggot or whatever as a yep. punchline. Mm-hmm. And now you, you hear some comics do it, and the, the, you'll hear some audience members go like, oh. Yeah, no, they literally, have, they yeah. quite literally don't like it. Yeah, They're, we're done with it. It's, I lo- it's, it's always very interesting to me when, I, when you see a large groups of people come to the same decision together, mm-hmm. and that we're at that point. Yeah, they don't like it anymore. It's just Generally like, eh. speaking, the N word is more acceptable than the F word. Ah. Generally speaking, yeah, you know why? Because the N word is still said amongst a certain race, and it's okay. But if all races can't say the F word, that's interesting. I, and I don't know that I haven't heard. I wonder how much gay people are using gay F bombs 
amongst themselves? I I mean I don't know. I they, I hear it sometimes. Yeah, like I, don't I know, know a few. I definitely don't hear it as much it. as the N word amongst amongst black dudes. That's way more. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because there's also no gay rap music. Well, this is also this word is just now being taken back or taken into their like. Yeah, it's just happening. So, so maybe we'll see. yeah. So it's 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 right now too too sensitive and offensive of a word for them to yeah. be using it in a fun casual you know like we own this word now fuck you you know yeah um, but I think it should be on this we're list. still in the midst of an extremely like back and forth gay civil rights movement that's happening like literally oh, yeah right yeah now. literally right now this is yeah. our yeah yeah but I think it should be here because we're the generation who was who was using it like that, oh. casually and now we're the adults that I have feel to turn like it dudes our age are the ones that had to like literally. We are the ones that had to stop saying it. Dude, I call so many things gay and yeah. a fag that aren't even mm-hmm. like people. Yeah. And not even in like... It was like a thing we never thought was was wrong. Like if I bump into a chair on my way from living room to the kitchen, I'm like, this faggot chair is... <laughs> and it has nothing to do... Yeah, it just became a word that we used and we didn't understand the meaning of the effect. Yeah, we had no idea that it was like, oh yeah, that's offensive. That Louis episode, I think, did a lot. He did an episode specifically about this. About that word or the mm-hmm. N- didn't he do an N word one? He did a he did a, a one about faggot too. Oh, I whereas didn't... a gay comic is explaining what the word actually. Oh, means. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. that it was like you know that was a big. That's where I started noticing comics. Louis always is that guy. Mm-hmm. He's always the bellwether of like the new empathy kind of. Right. And like I noticed comics from then, like it's starting to change a little. Yeah, so. and as far as from a comedic standpoint, it you can't really complain because it's like it's it's cheap, one word it's a cheap joke yeah it's you're only using it at the end of your joke because the the tag you wrote isn't getting a laugh yeah it's Ari used to refer to that too is, is you do that at the end of a joke where any curse word you just mm-hmm. end a joke with you fucking idiot yeah, you they're only they're only yeah. laughing at fucking idiot they're not laughing at any other thing you said they're laughing at your anger it's because you didn't write a clever tag yeah if you're a comedian and like and you know, there's an offensive word. It's like just find another one, unless you're gonna. There's literally if you disagree. Like, write a brilliant bit on why it's not offensive. Yeah, do literally. that. Find the angle on it. I oh, welcome yeah. it. That's what Richard Pryor, after he got back from Africa, mm-hmm. he stopped using the N word, uh-huh. and then everybody in uh, the hood, the mm-hmm. urban cities, didn't think he was funny anymore. And he was like, "Is that what you were laughing at the whole time? Was yeah. the N word?" And there's all that's the thing. If you're brilliant and you can find an angle on it, do it. But mm. guess what? Most people aren't going to, and they're just being babies. Yeah. Just like, man, you can't tell me I can use a word. Okay, well then keep using it and why and thing is, you can. You're allowed to. Sure. But you're not gonna achieve what you want to achieve because like we can't put that on television, dude. We're not putting that shit on TV. Yeah. And guess what? You want to be on TV. And you're if and you, when you choose to use it, it's like you're not going to get the laughs you were getting and with it in normal you were five life. Years ago, no one wants that in the workplace. No one wants that around their friends. Sure, Everyone yeah. has a gay friend. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want you around my gay friend. You're going to offend him. Yeah. So it's not worth having you there. You're mm-hmm. discluding yourself from what you want by <laughs> being that kind of person. Yeah. If you don't have a gay friend, oh, where is that? Are you are you in a group? Does that are yeah? You, are, yeah. You a, are you in a hate group? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a gay friend, you go to knife shows. Yeah. Are you in a militia? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one, that one was kind of obvious. But again, you're but wrong you about know, raisins. A lot of but again, not. you're wrong about raisins. Raisins are good. Yeah. That's the only part of that that rule that's, that's kind of gay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you know what my favorite cereal is? Bran. No, it's not. Raisin yeah. Bran. Raisin Come on. Bran. Delish. Delish, Chelsea. Delish. <laughs> Open your heart to raisins. All right. They're reincarnated grapes. Um, I know. They're, they're good. It's weird. <laughs> Even yogurt-covered raisins. Rice pudding? Come on, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rice pudding without without raisins? Come Dude, on, bro. I'm going to go get some raisins after Come on, this. bro. Come on. Good for um, digestion. Oh, California raisins, sometimes they sing and dance. Oh, yeah. I got a shirt with the raisins I recently on found out that... And Cal- you know what they're doing, the California raisins? What? They're, they're playing tennis. They're holding tennis rackets. Ugh. And then the bottom, it says, raisin a racket. Oh, boy. Yeah. Can Play you get words. me another one? <laughs> it is an old vintage. I recently I found, found out while watching the bad documentary that the California raisins merchandise made more money than raisins was making at the time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had a figurine. That's pretty great. Next okay. thing. Uh, number 10. Bang. Do your best not to put others down in order to elevate yourself. It reeks of the people who categorize men by their Greek letter status. This is a tough... This rule just put someone down. Oh, it did. It did. It just put down <laughs> frat people. And you know what? I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at first we were like, we got you. Wait, no. This, yeah. erases, this is erases the raisin faux pas. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's this. This is one. You know what though? This is one of those obvious things that's actually really hard to implement. Mm-hmm. It is. We get so used to. I am. I. I will specifically say, I'm the fucking worst. I'm a filth. I've been in my life a filthy ass little gossip. Mm-hmm. I love sharing some. I should keep my stupid mouth shut. Some negative garbage. It's been so hard for me to work on this. I haven't even stopped doing it, but I try to. It's so hard. It's just something you got used to. Like you just want to make yourself look good. You don't have anything. You don't have an accomplishment to sell. So you're like, I heard that guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I didn't do that. It's also hard to like to do is when you're a comedian because like that's yeah. it, it's almost encouraged and it's a part Ugh. of like you got to make fun of stuff. That's but then why you get I think carried away. That's why I think people. The I think a lot of the most popular comedians are self-deprecating mm-hmm. because the people watching don't know that they're not going to be a target. Right. They turn it on themselves. And even if you identify with something they're saying about themselves, you're like, I'm like that too. We're in it together. As opposed to like, look at you. You suck for this reason. I don't. That's just mean. Yeah. Well, mean comedy is pretty in right now. Yeah. But I th- it comes and goes. Whereas self-deprecating never goes away. Kind of, yeah. Steve just took out his knife for no reason. <laughs> we call that the Kevin Christie, taking out your but, knife uh, for no reason. <laughs> but yeah, that, it's, it's, uh, it's not a classy thing to do. And it's immature. But it is hard. I find it hard. It's it's to hard for me other to do. People, yeah, it's especially when it's like stuff that they can't. And a help. lot of times, someone something did that's lame is funny, and you want to share it because it's funny. That's a little different. If yeah. you're just like, dude, this embarrassing story. Like, you're not really like that guy's an awful person. I definitely notice. A- that's the thing. I definitely notice. I do with women where if I like a girl and she even likes me, if some other dude comes up and they're complimenting him, <clears throat> even if they don't like him. I want to like find something bad about them because I get competitive. Oh wow! I go yeah. the other way. You're like, no, he's the best. No, that's what I'm trying to. Tra- like, yeah, that's great. I try to train myself to do that now. So I go super hard. I'm like, no, love that dude. Love him. Love him so hard. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, whoa, jeez. Yeah, calm down. Suck his dick already. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess everyone does that stuff. It's hard though. Where you just like, you know, what you turn it, if you don't do that, you know, one of those people like, you know, what I like about the guy never has a bad word to say about anybody. Yeah. Just don't be that dude. Don't help. That's way better than the being... Because we know people who are just constant It's all... It's their mouth talkers. is a toxic waste dump. 
got to remember is to keep your mouth shut keep around your strangers. Mouth shut, period. I know, but even but friends, then you can bust people's yeah, balls. But who, yeah, but you, you, you never know. You never know who's, you know, who's loose-lipped. We're saying close friends. Like, you know, you have like your close circle of friends that, you know, you can vent to them. You can be like, yeah. I'm fucking tired of so-and-so. But you know what? In the this. last year, I thought some people were vaults. You know what they turned out to be? Not vaults. Um, they, t- they turned out to be open dams. Really? Yeah, and I thought. How well did you know these people? Well, well, Nick. Now, did it break your friendship? No, I I actually didn't even bring it up to them. I just told myself, you know what? I'm never going to share something with you that I don't want other people to know. Right. I took them out of my vault circle. But if they're your good friends, you could have had. No, but hold on. Were they male or female? Both. All right. Well, there is a bro code. Yeah, but I'm. I'm. I I I used to be the biggest victim of it. I've broken the bro code with you before. Yep. And I didn't know where I didn't have the uh, specific, and also don't tell anyone. Yeah. But that goes without saying. Yeah, my new thing is everything, don't tell anyone, goes without saying. I know. Period. That's the bro code. Period. That's the human. Keep your mouth shut. There is a stranger or an acquaintance. Yeah. Nothing but positivity. Neil Brennan was working on a new bit about secrets, and he said something so brilliant in the bit that was so true. Because he actually was talking about, about the bit. He was, I was like, oh, I'm the worst. I don't, he goes, oh, yeah, I don't tell you some secrets. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you shouldn't. And he was saying, he goes, you know when I tell a secret? When I'm bombing in a conversation. Uh, How yeah. smart is that? It's when you don't have anything interesting to say, you have to pull some shit out that's none of your damn business to share. It's when you're bombing a conversation. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, well, I heard. Well, uh, yeah, I agree. Because some people do that all the time because they just have nothing interesting to yeah. say. There's that I can't think of the saying. It's a big minds. It's big minds think discuss concepts. Uh, medium minds discuss what events. Small minds discuss other people. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah, it yeah. is. That's why I'm discussing empathicalism because I have a huge brain, <laughs> humongous, talented brain. Next, uh, number eleven. Call your mother, even if you have to set up a Google Calendar rem- <coughs> reminder uh, to get yourself to do this. Uh, what if she this? doesn't call you that often? Yeah, <laughs> He's I right text though. my mom. Yeah, this is absolutely true. Call your mother. She birthed you. She raised you. She did her best. Yeah, that's true. Call your mother. Uh, call your mother. This is when I, the thing is. When I read this, I heard it in a very. I heard it uh, said by a Jewish mother. <laughs> call your mother. Yeah, yeah. Call your mother. I wonder if this is more because like there were three, were three guys in this room who all literally had the same like. Oh yeah. 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 I wonder if, I mean, do girls talk to their moms more? Is that like a thing? I don't know. Because I know they're way more like, well, girls are just more into preserving relationships. They're better at talk. it. Girls they're are so better at it. They're so much fucking better at they're it. They're better preserving relationships. You hear like, we have to get together soon. Yeah. And I know plenty of girls who are like, I talked to my mom today and like they talk yeah. to their mom every fucking day. Yeah. I can't even be. I don't. I mean, I, in my head, no one gives a shit about my problems. So I don't know. What am I going to call and share? I'm doing yeah. fine. I'm not dead. I'm fine. Yeah, like I'll talk to you once a week. <laughs> Leave me alone. Call your mother. <laughs> Call your mother. But yeah, be, be good. We clearly dude. haven't conquered this one, so we'll just keep saying it. Call I your know. mother. I know. Call, you're right, Chelsea. I'm sorry. Call your mother. All right. Yeah. Number 12. <laughs> We're like bummed out now. Yeah. Um, know how to cook at least a few good meals because A, there's nothing worse than guys who assume it's up to the woman to do all the cooking. Right. B, there's nothing sexier than a dude who can cook. And C, everyone deserves to feed themselves well. 
I never assume it's up to the woman to cook. And at this point, I assume no one could cook. I See, there's assume, a few things in this. I assume it's my job to pay for food. Right. That, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know if I fully agree with that. Okay. But there's a few things in this that it's like, I wonder what a list that was created by a guy would, would sound like. Because there's a few things here I, that are very like, I agree with this, though. I absolutely agree with the entire... I agree with this in its entirety. But this is such an old... Like, I don't know many guys that think it's up to the woman to do all the cooking. I don't either. Maybe but we, but also, in we, live in a, we live in a pretty liberal city. That's true. Yeah, but number two is true. Number two is absolutely nothing, true. Oh, yeah. No, no, nothing sexier than a dude who can cook. I don't know many girls that... Yeah, that wouldn't say that. I have a book here that I realized I have. It was a gift from Kristen Madrigal. It's like GQ's Guide to Cooking for Men. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start reading Let it. Let me tell you what's the equivalent. Well, can, a- you, can you cook stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, because you have a kid, so you've learned to cook. Yeah. That's cool. The, uh, the, the equivalent of, of a man cooking for his family or a woman, his mm-hmm. girlfriend or wife, is like a woman going to the man and saying, hey, where do you want to go to eat? I'm paying for it. That is really That's nice. That's just like, what? When a woman's... Yeah. Ta- I, it's happened probably to me twice in my That's life. That's what I'm saying. It never happens. Where a woman <laughs> has a woman has come to me and be like, I'm going to take you out to dinner. And you're like, wait, what? Where do you want to go? Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. My high school girlfriend did it on one of my birthdays. I want to say Laura may have done it. Uh, maybe more a couple times for like a birthday or something like that. For whatever reason, it's like we think about going to the kitchen and cooking a meal. It's like, yeah, I can do it, but I, do I want to? The same thought happens for a woman to go, yeah, I can, I can pay for it and I can ask him, but... Uh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> I've had so many different experiences with that, with the going, like who pays for... Mm-hmm. For what? I wonder if this is going to be a rule later. It comes we, up. It does. So we'll yeah. wait. We'll, we'll yeah, save we'll it. Wait. We'll save that. Rule. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the nothing sexier than a dude who can cook is is true. Because yeah. you don't want to be the guy that just has fucking canned tuna. Dude, I've I've had know, tr- I've, I've had trouble with it where like someone will be at my house and be like you don't have then they'll be like you don't have anything and I'll yeah. be like nope. But I'm more than willing to go buy it. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's because one one is like. One, you're solving the problem when it came up. The other one's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. One is being thoughtful. And you know what? When you're in a relationship, it also makes doing something like ordering a pizza occasionally more of like a fun and novel. You're like, oh, cool. Yeah. and Because it, if you're the always order a pizza guy, you're probably, you get high and, and play PlayStation all the time. Ordering like a pizza feels like fun and childlike. Uh-huh. The next time you're out with uh, the ladies, uh-huh. remember what they order. It's usually oh. a salad. It's usually a light protein, and it's right. us- usually vegetables. Okay, Sometimes true. they order a pasta. But if you put what the majority of women order at restaurants, that's what you have stocked in your fridge. Interesting. Very good idea. Now, what, what about, do you think sometimes what women order at restaurants is a, a little bit of a show? They don't want to look, you know? No, no, I think usually, I mean, usually. Because I follow speaking, a lot of female comedians on Twitter, and yeah. it's always like, I just ate a cake. Of course, but so, you're not, a lot of that. But you're not going to serve. Okay. You're, they do that by themselves. What, what's joking? <laughs> their, their dessert eating is like our masturbation. It's for us, us yeah. alone. I think That's their masturbation their is like our masturbation, also. And I, you just ate sixty Nilla wafers. You really did work. <laughs> Finish the box. Yeah, I and I ate a I jar of cookie one. butter in the last three days. So yeah. I don't know if we're, any of us are in a position. <laughs> To yeah. be like these ladies be, be putting down some frosting, like no. I, you but know. what I I notice is that that uh, you know my girl she would always order salmon, 
mm-hmm. and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what did I buy? Salmon and vegetables. Cook it one night. I'm a hero. You're a hero, man. <laughs> you're a hero, right? Yeah, yeah. So if your if your girl is like gluten free or likes pasta, she's a vegetarian and loves Break pasta. Break up with her. One time, oh, I, one time I woke. Up, <laughs> Sorry, one, that's not the answer. <laughs> one time I woke up early and and just made toast and coffee for a girl, and it was. Uh, that's just, you know, yeah. That's great. It's such a simple, God. yet thoughtful thing, and you're like, and she's gonna be like, oh my, you just started my day so great oh, woke up amazing. with a positive moment oh yeah yeah the oh smell of hey i'm allergic morning? to coffee and i don't like carbs uh, <laughs> i'm allergic to you yeah <laughs> then she's like you don't pay attention you don't listen and then you fucked it all up easy but yeah that's a great voice. move toast and coffee yeah i tried my best that's great didn't work but tried my best there you go that you got to start somewhere though and you started with toast and coffee <laughs> soon you'll be making salmon and vegetables no not with the radioactive fish for our polluted pacific ocean thanks japan oh uh, that's right thank you so much japan all right so then you'll be cutting making... off shark fins polluting the ocean way to go guys nailed it love your denim <laughs> next okay um number 12 we are halfway through this list okay uh that's fun how are we doing on time uh we're at two hours and 23 minutes no, <laughs> no. Uh, we're at an hour 13 oh jesus we were a haul ass yeah lightning round now now we got a haul ass okay lightning round but i kind of like this we could do a two-parter uh, do you really think our fans have a patience for a two-parter about a list no. i don't know <laughs> Because we talk about this shit anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. We're, but this has been the, the this kind been of more the general, you know, this has been the general sense of our podcast lately. So let's not, let's not beat it over the head. Let's go fast. Right, right. Okay, so number 12. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 13. Make good eye contact, but not so much that it gets into, I've been watching you from behind your dumpster levels. Guess who has a problem with that? This guy. Eye contact? I go, no, I can make eye ta- contact, but I go to creepy town real quick. Really? How? I just look too long. I am a, you know what I, you know, remember how someone will say to you, what well, do you have a staring problem? You know what I have? A staring problem. Really? I've almost, growing up as a teenager, <laughs> I almost got in fights all the time because I'd just fixate and stare at some guy who I shouldn't be staring at <laughs> and just not be able to break it. And he'd be like, hey, hey, Holmes, you got a staring problem? What? Huh? What? Sorry. And, and like, Steve would have to come in and be like, oh, let me beat this guy up for you. He was never there and Steve wasn't that tough. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have a staring problem. I literally do. That's fine. I have, a, but I feel like there's like, there's like the normal eye contact. Then it goes to creepy. You stick with it. Stay in the pocket. Stay in the pocket. Stay in the pocket. Then you've transfixed them. You've mm-hmm. hypnotized them. Also, never works. But that's what I feel. I, I'm. I'm. I got really good at eye contact a long time ago because I was told like you. Don't, you have trouble making eye contact. Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta fix that. I've noticed it in other people, and gotta you're like, oh, it. you're. You either don't like me that much, or you feel weird. Now I'm good. Now at I feel it. weird. Yeah, I'm good at it. But uh, you know what I won't do is if a girl's wearing like a low cut shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not looking. Oh, yeah. I'm in a lock. Straight up eyes. eyes. Like, what? Then it becomes a contest. Like, they end up what? liking it more. What? Because you're not the pervert that was constantly yeah, checking Yeah, I'm not going to drop a cat call, and I'm not looking at Clevelandage. Yeah. Unless it's a girl that's walking by that I know I'm not going to talk to, then I'm going to be like, I didn't even know she had a head. Yeah. Because all <laughs> I did Jesus was stare at her tits. Jesus. Sometimes you need to look. Yeah. You just got to do it and not get caught. You got to not that let them catch you. Yeah, that's what I mean. If it's like, look, she's not looking over here anyway. You know, my tactic is. You know, my tactic is for being able to look at a woman's body and not getting caught. If they're walking towards me, I look at where the body part I want to look at is going to be in twenty feet, and then they walk through it. 
Right, right, right. So they don't see me looking at it. I'll stare 45 degree to the left, and they just walk through that, so I didn't stare at it. A great way to sneak, like, a, if you want to look at cleavage or something like that, is you're talking, and then you look down, like, oh, is there a stain on my jacket? Yeah. No, there isn't. Then you look right back up. Also, if you drill holes in bathroom walls at yeah. women's gyms, that's another fun way to see stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then set up security cameras yeah. in their bedroom. Or your friend works at the Y, and he tells you, uh, gives you a key to the, to the uh, attic, and you just go there. Man, we went from eye contact into staring at tits real fast. I told you that I'm not. That I have a thing, but that's part of it. It's sometimes it's hard. It's hard to be a gentleman if a when you're looking bo- really hot. You're like, it's oh. hard sometimes to be a gentleman when your body's like, look at that. I know. Yeah, when animal takes over. Number fourteen. Show oh. me your breasts. Stop. <laughs> You've spoken so rarely, but yet made so many mistakes. That was good though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't corner people at house parties with your political views, and this goes double, nay triple. For libertarians, as you guys are the most egregious culprits. Oh, again, this one just like kind of did exactly what it was telling you not to do. You threw it at libertarians a little hard. Yeah, granted, libertarianism sounds like a wonderful concept until you realize there'll be no one to fix the roads. But come on, but this is true. You don't. That's a bar rule too. The guy who built my house was like, "That's the rule of bars. Don't talk about politics or religion." Yeah, that's a party rule. That's when, why they that's have sports you know the on at bars. So no one, yeah, it's just don't do that. And who, by the way, who calls them house parties? Kid and play, knock it off. Right, right. Just parties. Um, yeah, I mean that. That I think that's something most people know. I don't even know the. I mean, I guess she knows a libertarian or two that are annoying, but. I know a lot, and they are the exact opposite. They don't get in your shit. They're there just- is a, I actually, I will submit that there is a new kind of person that thinks of themselves as a libertarian, and that's mostly in reaction to the NSA and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Is it's like, hey, 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 they're about personal freedom, and they're saying, like, no, we're, we're in a particular time period now where our rights are being smashed. That's young people. Yeah, go on the internet and just search police state. Like, every, I mean, yeah. all you see is guys in riot gear all over the I world. It's you, not even America. Yeah. 80% thing. of the university students are libertarian. They don't even know they are. Yeah, you just have those. You, like, we're being, we're being watched at all times now. So, like, I almost think you're going to see a more level-headed, a level-headed version of what libertarianism is. But it's also, that's also for the civil rights movement, for uh, the, the LGBT movement, which is like, listen, what I do in my privacy, Leave my me the home, fuck alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. yeah. But well, that's what Goldwater Republicans were like yeah. in the 70s. Like, no, stay out of my bedroom. Also, the, all, the, all the wars and all the money, and the, yeah. the blood and treasure we've spent. It's just anti-war. A lot like, of kids that are off. just like, fuck it. Yeah, enough. There was a quote today online that Brendan Walsh retweeted, and it was a, the last living World War One veteran, and he just said, war is just organized murder. And it was like, yeah, you're oh, absolutely God. right. Only he could say it. Yeah, I can't say it, but, you know. What, war is organized murder? Yeah. Well, yeah. You going to argue with him? Fought no, w, no. Dub, dub, one. No, not you. Just the... Uh, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. The royal you. Next. Uh, number 15, mm-hmm. erase the word slut from your vocabulary. Yeah. I mean... I think this goes with no cat calls. And what the, I, I've, I think we've discussed this before. Whereas, like, the notion of how many men a woman slept with, but by the, if a woman starts having sex at 18 and has sex with two guys a year, by the time she's 30, that's like 25 dudes. That sounds like a lot, but that's <coughs> not. And I don't really... I, it's like, as long as everyone's being safe... And everyone's getting what they want, and no one's lying. What's a slut? It seems like bullshit. 
Yeah, it's 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 really like a derogatory term directed at females. You never hear. I mean, you hear guys called sluts by women, and but yeah, it's never it's like it has about the same effect as honky. Yeah, it's that feelings. old double standard thing. Yeah. You know, that w- only women are sluts, guys are macho. And cool I heard, I hear it now. Virgil's a lot of, uh, let's end slut shaming. Is like, because I, I think that, like, at this point, it's used as, like, almost a justification for when someone gets, like, sexually assaulted. They're like, well, she was at the party being all slutty. It's like, dude, that does not equal anything, you fucking idiot. Yeah, that's a part of that definition. But I think it's also, like, a, a girl's, like, comfortable and happy with, you know, yeah. being sexually active. You don't. Yeah. You like know, who the fuck don't literally be, shame that, her. That's some like cat calls up. Like you're mad because she doesn't want to bone like, you. I don't want to fuck a girl who hasn't slept with like ten guys. You know <laughs> for real, that would be for reals. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, I slept with two dudes. Oh great, I'm gonna now teach you how to have sex. Yes. That's creepy. See I'm out of a, here. See you in a decade. Yes, yeah, you in ten years. <laughs> you got some cock. Yeah, so I don't. I haven't called. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Nick. Yeah. Hey, this, I'm saying this is a positive. You managed to be on the the right side, sounding wrong. <laughs> right. Well, that was because it was dirty. Yeah. Next one. Uh, number sixteen. Treat every woman with the same amount of respect and humanity that you would your mother, sister, or daughter, and think about why there might have been conditions on how you treated them in the first place. My mom and sisters are such sluts, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're all total. This whores. makes sense. Just fucking stop. There's no. Uh, yeah. This is this is obvious. The worst one is when you go like when you hear guys like. They go, I've heard this from multiple males I know, and they all happen to be from the East Coast and sort of Italianish. But they go, <laughs> they say it, because um, maybe it's just one of those you know, jokes that they heard growing up in fucking Jersey or wherever. They go, all women are, are whores except for my mom and my grandma. And they're like, a part of them Who means says it. That? And I'm like, dude, like really think about... yeah. You know, no. what What was your mom like when she was younger? She was single at one point. She probably went on more dates than you've heard of. Definitely, probably slept with a few more guys before your dad. Definitely blew your dad. Yeah. Come on. It's just fucking dumb. It's such an old All school. that shit just seems to me to be born of rejection. Mm-hmm. That just seems to me to be born of, a, of men's anger at women not liking them and them not wanting to address the actual reasons why. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, she's a slut. It's like, you're also fucking gross, Well, it's dude. also a, like a property thing. People think that like, oh, I, when I'm dating my woman, I don't want to know that she slept with other people. Or if a woman leaves you and then goes on to someone else, like, well, she's a slut. No, you just sucked. Yeah, and now you she's moving so on bad. with her life. Yeah. Yeah, you sucked so bad. Yeah, she I wanted to get away from you. It's a really old school way to look at it. She wasn't desperate for dick. She just wanted to get away from yours. Right, right. Because you suck. Like, that to me is just born of displaced anger towards women at your own, like, shortcomings. But even I'm saying before that, before she even met you, it's like, who gives a fuck? That's why I never ask. Yeah, I know. I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. Ten, a hundred, I don't care. I don't care. And a lot, it's funny, too, because a lot of these statements come from guys who sleep around a lot. Yeah, so there, I mean, it's more of a cons- uh, an issue with them, I Dude, think. Dude, it's none of my you know fucking I mean? business. I don't want to talk to you about everything I've done. So wh- that's the thing. If you don't want them to ask you the same question, don't ask the question. Yeah. No, I agree. Granted, I've had an extremely limited sexual life. <laughs> to be fair. Next question. This one. This one's funny. RSVP. Yeah. That's uh, it. That's the whole role. Number 17. Very stressful to plan a party. You want to know someone's going to show up. You got it. You, how much dip do I need? How much dip do I need? Yeah. RSVP. Which you is easier than ever nowadays because it's a fucking click, email. Click. Hey, I'm coming. Will, uh, yes, will no. attend. Done. Yeah, guys. 
RSVP. I'm, by the way, I do not do this enough. <coughs> I am bad at this. I should get better at it. RSVP. That's why this, uh, the reason this list, I found it useful is because I'm, I'm either working on or not good at a lot of this stuff. What is, mm-hmm. what is the acronym? I have no, I think, I don't even think it's English. <laughs> It'd be great if that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know what gonna, it's like. It's like everyone knows uh, po, uh, what, uh, post meridian and and AM and AM and PM. I don't know what I don't know what after meridian and pre. I don't know. See, it's uh, it stands for the French phrase uh, res, "responds, s'il vous plaît, respond, please." Oh, it's respond, please. Yeah, please. It, so the English translation is "please reply." Oh, respond, s'il vous plaît, please. So SVP is C, is Sivu play one word or three words? Sivu three. Oh, so it's literally R S. Yes. they're all words. Yes, you. What's play? It's respond, please. Sivu play. No, C's yes in French. Yes. in Spanish, not I French. Don't, dude, I have no idea what's. <sighs> three dumb guys walk into a bar, try to interpret a French phrase. Sivu play. Yeah, RSVP. This one's right. Be courteous. Put yourself in the position of someone having the party. You'd be stressed. That's why I've never had a party. I'd be worried no one would show up. It actually so. stands for if you please. Oh, okay. Oh, C is if. If, yeah, I guess. S'il vous plaît. If you please. <clears throat> um, yeah, one of the easiest rules ever to follow. S'il vous plaît. You don't have to mail anything anymore. Hello, I will come to your party. <laughs> it sounds super cool. <laughs> what the fuck is that from? It's not. I just made Maybe it up. Made it, okay. Hello. Okay, here we go. Number 18. We don't have to... We're almost done. You're almost done. We don't have to panic here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First of all, I always have to panic uh, We're sweating. Everyone's sweating. We're nervous. Okay. Number 18. Don't shake my hand right now. It's soaking wet. (laughs) It'll slip right off. (laughs) I apologize. Fist bump me. Fist bump me. I can barely hold this microphone. It's squeezing through my fingers. Don't fist bump me. (laughs) Um, 18. Always put a little money away at the end of each month and not because you're saving for anything in particular. Ed Warren, the boss I had at Kids Art, which gave me tons of great advice all the time, told me a story of a woman who was a uh, janitor and she put 10% of her salary away off the gross every month. And when she retired, she had $250,000 in the bank. Whoa. Compound interest, you guys. Compound interest. I don't even know what that is. Every well, I, I don't know if that if it applies to what current interest rates are because they're pretty crap. But every eight years, if you leave the money in, your money doubles. Right. Basically, that I it, that's probably contingent on what the interest rate is, but like the norm interest rate. Mm-hmm. And you just put a little money away. Be smart about it. And that's how you you'd be surprised. You, the whole thing, they, like uh, uh, Adam Epstein's uh, fiance was telling me, she has like a her bank account puts puts away a certain amount, and she doesn't even notice it. And then every she's like, yeah, I, re, it, I call it. She calls it like her purse fund, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I already have like seven or eight hundred bucks in there. Wow. I don't even notice it, and like uh, you know, I'll be able to buy some dope bag. So wait, they just automatically pull money out of checking. Yeah, it's hard for me because my checks are inconsistent and of varying amounts. But, right, right. You know, yeah, I get a check for two dollars. I'm not gonna go to the bank and put in twenty eight cents. Yeah, I mean that adds up over a year if you get like. Yeah, I, don't I mean, until like tons and tons of. Money. I live for today. Um, There's no tomorrow. I don't even guys. know what tomorrow is, man. After no. you guys walk out of here, I'm gonna burn this house down. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna go get a tattoo. Are you really? I don't want one. Okay, born um, to lose. Born to lose. I was thinking about getting a top hat. What Born to that? save. Top hat's cool. Top You're going to get cool. like a, you know, a lot of them have the card. Little no, little I don't want the card. card. I don't know because I don't know what that is. I'm going to. Well, yeah, he's already. We already said, I mean, yeah. But I, I might just go get the sketch thing done. I might just start the process. The pie or the bike? Or the wheel? bike. Oh, who are you going to go to? 
You decide? I don't know where I'm going. I might go to what's his name. Okay. Yeah. Next. Okay. Or if you really do, just get the handlebars. Nope. <laughs> nope. It could. I like. I got. I want to get top hat for no reason. Go ahead. For no reason. Maybe a bow tie is cool. I think a bow tie tattoo would be cool. Could be. I like hinges on your you elbows. Can start a, you can start a trend. You're a trend. <laughs> I never got my Friday the Thirteenth one. I'm really annoyed about that. I didn't yeah, have time. Sorry, that was kind of my fault. Um, where? What rule are we on? Uh, sixteen or seventeen? No, uh, nineteen. Um, okay. Be upfront about your finances because it's unfair for anyone to believe in the outdated gender roles of the man should pay for everything. As long as you're working hard and trying your best, you deserve to be honest. Okay, fine. Obvious. Yeah, that's good. I mean, there's some people that that's the one we were going to come back to. I like paying for ladies. I'm not the most masculine man in the world. I feel it's one of the more masculine things about me. Mm -hmm. I don't do it because I think they can't afford it. I do it as a nice thing. I don't right. expect anything for it. I just do it. I buy, I've bought many times food for women I'm not even dating. If I meet, yeah. uh, I've done this where I, if I meet a couple of women for lunch, I pay for it. Just as a, I don't know why I like doing it. Is it old fashioned? Sure. Yeah, I don't it's, think it's it chauvinist. I don't think it's chauvinist. I, I think of it as a nice thing. It's like, hey, I can do this right mm-hmm. now. I want to do a nice thing as, just as a gesture. I have, I've seen every possibility of, of it. I'm yeah. going out with girls where they're, they're like, they'll offer to pay first even mm-hmm. before I can. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, uh, I'll get this round if okay. we're going out for drinks. Okay. I went out with one girl once who refused that I pay for She's like, I pay I pay my own way. I don't like when any guys ever pay for anything. Okay. And I'm like, fair enough. Just yeah. wanted to offer. I'm totally cool with that. Right. Um, and most of the girls I've dated, it's uh, we do like, we'll split. Okay. The bill, unless there's like a huge disparity with like, you know, one makes way more money. Right. You know, and then it's like, okay, I'm paying for stuff. I just like doing it as a thing. So I will rarely let a woman pay for me. Mm-hmm. But just because it's kind of, I don't know, it's like my thing. Yeah. What if she made three times as much money as you? I almost think then I'd want to do it more. What? Yeah. The fuck? Where does that come from? Because then it's like, it's like, hey, I'm not. I'm not trying to like make up for it. It's like, hey, I, like I don't like you for your money. When well, I, I mean, go, that would obviously be established. Every once in a while, dating. when I go on the road with Whitney, I'll pay for dinner when we go to dinner. But it's I've done it. We haven't gone on the road a ton, but like I've done it a couple times because Whitney is does is extremely successful, much more yeah. financially successful than me by yeah, a ton. Yeah, yeah. And I don't ever want her to think that a I assume she's going to pay for me or that her net financial worth has anything to do with why we're friends. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying if you're dating someone, like it's probably been established at that point. I think somewhere in the back of everyone's head, there's a tiny, or a rich people, people that have a lot of money. Uh-huh. There's a tiny insecurity that they think their money has something to do with why you like them. And I think I want to try right. to maybe make sure they, like I always said, if I was to marry a rich, if, if I met, start dating a woman that was rich, I wouldn't even bring up a prenup. I would hand it to her signed. I'd be like, here, I don't give a shit about your money ever. Don't ever let that be a thing. Here, I would volunteer it. I'd have it drawn up that says, I get nothing of yours. Here. Just because I don't want them to ever think that that has anything to do with why I like it. I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Because it would just show in, in your relationship how you're, how you act about their money and around it and how much you 
kind of sit back and expect things to be paid for and how much you just offer on your own. You know what I mean? I don't know. It kind of works itself out. In there was a there was a thing I watched. It was Kathy Griffin. She was talking to Suze Orman, who's a financial specialist, has her own TV show mm-hmm. about that. Kathy was like, "I hang out with people. I hang out with my friends with men. I'm way wealthier than they are. Mm-hmm. I they, I can't. I, but I'm I've worked really hard. I want to go to like really nice restaurants. That's a thing I do for myself. They can't afford these restaurants. Should I feel weird paying? She was like, "No. She's like, "Well, what can they do to make up for? Or they can do the same that's the equivalent." And she was like. She goes, Suze Orman was like, my friends will invite me over and make me a meal. Because they're giving yeah. me, a, they're giving of their time. It takes time. Sure. It takes effort. It's thoughtful. I think that's the same thing. But it's just you have to figure that stuff out. Yeah, like I'll, I'll go like, um, if, it's, if it's a super nice place that someone, I'm, whether it's I'm dating or friends with, wants to go. And I'm like, look, man, I, I, I never go to places like that. And they're like, I got it. Yeah. Okay. But when we go like, let's go grab a drink. Let's get a cup of yeah. coffee. Let's go get a slice of beer. Yep. That I'm... I'm offering on that. I noticed the thing too is if a guy is dating or married to a woman that makes a lot more money than him, like it'll be a thing like they'll pay for the vacation. They'll like they uh-huh. pay for their yearly vacation or something, just something like that. But mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Depending on what I could afford, I would I would try to be as generous as I can to try to offset any worry they may have or insecurity about the money. Thing. I knew one couple who was so fifty fifty on everything that. When I say literally every purchase, I mean every purchase. Right. Would be right down the middle, no matter what it was. Where they're like, let's go get breakfast. It didn't matter what it was. It was always that right down the middle. That seems excessive. It is very excessive. And at the end of every day, it's like, oh, remember that uh, you owe me uh, $4.50 for the thing that we got. And I'm Not like, sexy. it's like a business relationship. Also, it, women still get paid less than men. Mm-hmm. 30% less or some shit. Still yeah. a lot. So it's, in a weird way, I that that's kind of my thing. It's like you're that's what even, I, you know, you're, the women still get paid less for doing the same work, right? But that's uh, why, yeah, it is a totally circumstantial. Like it depends on who you're dating. It's also, like I said, it's not. I'm not the most masculine dude in the world, so right, right. It's my thing. Don't ask right. me to fight anyone. <laughs> you just pay them, yeah, to not fight. I hire a guy. Uh, you hire a guy to beat someone up. I hire muscle. Okay, let's see. Um, number twenty. Four more. We're almost there. Okay. Uh, number 20, do not sleep with anyone who wants a relationship from you that you are not prepared to give. Using their affections to get something from them physically is easy, but it makes you a bad person. This is another case of the, if this list was written by a guy, that would not be in there. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a... This is A, this is a pretty gray... This can be a gray area, gray area and this works if everyone's being extremely honest with, these, with mm-hmm. each other, which a lot of times I was saying this in therapy... I'm a pretty smart person. I make the worst decisions when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. Just do. I think, and that's like humans seem to make the worst decisions when it comes to sex, money, and alcohol. It's just this, we get tricked. But yeah, yeah, you shouldn't. You should be as honest as you can and as upfront as you can. And, and that way, if the person, then it's on them. If they get into a thing and they get their feelings hurt, you're like, I told you the truth. Mm-hmm. I told you everything I was looking for. Yeah, it's, uh, this is a dicey one because. Of that, you even if you're up front and you start, you have like a physical, casual, let's hook up relationship. Yeah. Someone always develops feelings. It's I, and don't then you know go, "Well, I told possible. you, you what? I don't know that it's possible to have a casual, physical relationship. <laughs> I mean, someone I've had has them, more feelings than the other. Sure, I've had them before, and like, 
for the most part, they can be just that, where it's like, hey, I know you don't want anything from me, right? And I'm not, I'm not even gonna try and look for that from you. But every once in a while, we can do this. Steve and I occasionally bone, and it's just mellow. Yeah, and you guys have remained friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's us. But yeah, that's a that's a fucking hard one, man. I mean, but it's true, and she's right. But I, I mean, I've talked to girls before where they're like, hey, I'm looking for you know, I'm I'm looking for a relationship. I'm not one of those I sleep around people. In which case, I go, oh yeah, I'm not even going to try because I'm not looking for that right now. So mm-hmm. I won't even. That's yeah. when you get into you're tricking them, where you're like, yeah, I think love's a great thing, blah yeah. blah blah. Then you hook up with them, and you're like, oh, I'm busy for like two weeks, and then yeah. you phase them out. That's shitty. Yeah, I used to do that more when I was younger. I just don't, didn't know. Just, you don't. You can't lie. You know the value of like really because you you know you're young. You want to prove you're a man. You want to go out and get laid and all that stuff. And then after you know. After you get a little older, you realize like that you've been hurt that way. That hurts other people. Yeah. You know how and I you're prove? Like, I don't want to be a piece of shit. You know how I prove I'm a man? Deadlifts. That's how you prove it. Yeah, just how much I'm deadlifting. Uh, what about right now that you have an injured back? I'm from, not doing as many deadlifts. From working out. Yeah. So is your manhood crippled right now? I didn't do as many deadlifts. <laughs> not doing as many deadlifts. You should be doing zero right now if you ever hurt back. Oh, I still went. I still whaled chest yesterday. Oh, all right. I just didn't do decline chest. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Um, number 21. Learn how to dance at least a bit. Uh, too late. Killer dancer over here. Moves alert. Moves, Moves alert. <laughs> what kind of dancing do you know how to do? What kind do I not know how to do? All right, River you, dancing. Can you tango? Uh, I can't tango like the real people tango, but I can figure it out really quick. What about swing dancing? I have swung dance, yes. Are I you can. good at it? Uh, no, I'm not great at it, but I can do it. Okay. I would get, it would take me a matter of, I can dance, so I could learn how to dance. So how did you, when did you start dancing? Because uh, I already, I've always found You want to know, I can actually tell you when, Fame, when the TV show Fame came out. I was really young, I was probably like six that? or seven. Oh, wow. And I, I used to dance in the living room. Wow. I know you can break dance. I can hip hop dance, I can house dance. What's, what are those? They're just know. different versions of the same thing. Uh-huh. And Steve can corroborate this because Steve was in my hip hop dancing crew with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're looking at a couple of hoofers. So you, you're a good dancer too. It's a great dancer. Steve had great natural ability. Light, light on his feet, real toes. Wow. This guy has real expressive toes. Rhythm is going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is that. honestly a great dancer. Well, I, mean, yeah, I don't doubt it. Absolutely I don't true. know how to dance. It's it's the thing is women really like dancing. Sure, they it's a great way it. to meet women too. You know what women want women want a fun gay, a gay dude. Yeah, that finds them sexy. Sexy. Max yeah, Greenfield sexual. goes with his wife Tess to a club with their friends, uh, 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 Christo and uh, uh, Brett. Brett and Christo, gay couple. They go to like a seventies dance club like once a week. And they just fucking let it out. Yeah, they go to. They literally go like to dance for the purpose of dancing, and because Max can dance very well, so can his wife. And they're like, no, once a week they go dance it out, just blow it out. That's and it, great. It, it seems real productive. That, some, okay, I love. Actually, I find dancing extremely. Fun. Here's okay. We're not even done with this list, but that's the one. You're gonna learn how to cook or whatever your main things. You're gonna be. learn how to dance. I'm gonna learn how to dance. Good. I'm gonna take a fucking dance class. It's easier than you think. I'm sure it will be. And for the most part, women just want a guy who's moving with them enough so they can let it out. They don't need you to be as good as them. They just want the dude, they want someone to go onto the floor with. Then you're barely even there. Yeah. 
You know, because I never did it when I was younger. I was all. It's I never, very. I'm still. I still get intimidated by dancing, and I can dance. But let me loose at a wedding, guys. Holy let shit! Let me loose at a wedding. Let the kid out of the pen at a wedding. I haven't been let at him a out. wedding since I was ten. Let the kid let it out. Put never on dances. I fucking dare you to put on raspberry beret. I fucking dare you. Are you yelling at a plant outside right now? What are you? I'm doing? just looking at. I was uh-huh. directing my words to the universe. Oh, okay. Um, next, next, embodied by that plant. Next right. on the list. So learn how to dance. That's, I'm gonna do it. Gonna Number twenty two. Gonna make you sweat by CNC Music Factory. <laughs> I'll break the fucking floor. You'll have to refinish <laughs> the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, never underestimate the great value of unexpected flowers on a day that is otherwise nothing special, especially in long term relationships. I'm this I call just out of context romance is always a winner. Mm-hmm. Always a winner. Mm-hmm. Out of context romance always a winner. It beats the fuck out of a Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day's bullshit. Yeah. It's court Valentine's Day's romantic jury duty. Yeah. No, out of context romance is brilliant. It's yeah, you brilliant. Just, you show up one day with a box of chocolates, flowers to her flowers. work, flowers, so oh, her yeah. enemies see it. Yeah. Oh, you're a winner. Mm-hmm. You're a winner, man. Let I've done out. that a handful of times, and I'm telling you, it works. And honestly, I'm gonna say, you know what it is? It's not. And and, and don't think of it as like, oh, I got to remember to do because it doesn't say like set a Google calendar or something on it. So no, that was for have, calling your mom okay, yeah. or whatever. So, but something like this, you're like, well, what? It's the kind. If if on any given day you think about the person you like, and you're like, they're great. That's when you do it. Uh huh. Just like it's it's just an action that matches the feeling, not like oh, I got to remember to do that. Because if you like someone, you're in a relationship that's good. You think about them every once in a while. You're like, God, they rule. So then, fucking do something out of context. And why'd you send me flowers? Because you rule. Yeah. Because you're awesome. Because I like you. I yeah, saw it's, the best. It's a good move. I saw uh, uh, the best, and I now I don't. I was gonna steal it and pretend I made it up, but it was just a text. You sent a text to girls says, "Hope your day's as nice as your butt." <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Don't do that to a girl you don't haven't been hanging out with that much, or maybe. But yeah, that's some shit. Well, when you say butt, it's kind of funny. Butt is ass. so harmless. Yeah, it's so, cute. Yeah. Hope your day's as nice as your butt. Yeah, <laughs> you say ass, it's kind of like, oh, this. Yeah, oh, no, that's some shit guy. where she'd be like, "You're you're the yeah. worst." But butt giggle, just sounds funny. Stop it, giggle, giggle. <laughs> Next, but yeah, the the flowers thing is good, or whatever it is she likes, right? Yeah, whatever. Some girls, honestly, are not flower people. If she likes sprinkles, cupcakes, yeah, G- yeah, ginger snaps, sure, ginger snaps. Yeah, some girls like sneak ginger snaps. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. and then if you got them a box of ginger snaps, yeah. Then you can be like oh, a box of the thing they like. How did like. you know? And then you're like, because I pay attention. Yeah, you pay attention. Yeah. Any if you because I, hey, I know no- what my lady likes. If you notice a thing that they didn't notice, you notice. Guess what? You're gonna notice getting oh. laid later. You're getting all of it later. Yeah. I wish I was your spin cycle seat. What? No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, number twenty three. Don't be disdainful of selfies. Guys have just as much a right to look and feel good about themselves as anyone else. If you want a selfie, take a selfie. Just don't be a dick about other people who like to do it too. That's such a girl thing. I don't know. I this may be. I think vanity. This is this is a double standard. But to, vanity on a man is stupid looking. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think selfies are just considered lame for everybody i don't even know if it's a male or female thing. they're taking pictures of yourself right yeah, yeah yeah barack obama got in a lot of trouble for taking a selfie at the nelson Mandela first of all funeral. that was a groupie 
Okay, so it was not a selfie. It was three people. Okay, fine. So when when people say that, wasn't he holding the phone? That's what makes it selfie. It was the prime minister of whereverville. Here's what hashtag no Obama. Here's here's where I think (laughs) a selfie is actually okay. Okay, if you have a prop, if you're at a at a certain place. With like, if you're at you know Nathan's hot dogs and you have mm-hmm. a hot dog, in your oh mouth. yeah, it's a field trip. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it's a thing. Like yeah. I'm taking a yeah. picture and I'm experiencing yeah. this. Hey, Mount Rushmore. Right. And then you take, if yeah. it's just right, right, you right. in a bathroom mirror or a f- car or mm-hmm. a fucking yeah, then it's weird. Yeah. Joey Lawrence. I do want <laughs> <laughs> Joey Lawrence. <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot of selfies. Two thousand fourteen, dude. Let's bring Will back. <laughs> I love it. But I, I will I I I want at least a certain number of selfies so I know what a person looks like. Sure. How am I supposed to stalk and you I'll if tell you I can't what, see stuff? They get a lot of fucking likes. People respond to it because they yeah. want to know what you look like. Yeah. It's a matter of you like like Steve is saying. You don't yeah, but that has just... a lot to do with someone being attractive. No one's putting sure. up no one's putting up uggo selfies and getting a ton of likes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, unless they're wearing something crazy or weird or okay, um, clown outfit. But um, but yeah, I th- my only problem with selfies is when people pretend that they're not. They're like, hey, yeah. I don't know about this weird sweater. It's like That's you what just want to take a Eliza Schlesinger has started doing a, a kind of a bit online where she does because she, as we know, is in crazy shape. Yeah, just chiseled abs. She's right. she shredded. So she'll make a joke. It's that thing that girls do. She's like, oh my god, running my nylons when it's just a way to show off their butt or whatever. Yeah, so she'd yeah. be like, oh my God, look at this wacky candle, but it's her just like flexing her perfect abs. Yeah, yeah. And she's doing it as a joke because there is that thing. But at the same time, then she like posted a picture that was like, I'm shredded and it took me a lot of work. Check these out. And you're like, yeah, man, I don't have abs like that. Who knows how long it took? Uh-huh. Do, do you know how there are these uh, uh, photo- photography apps? Uh, not just Instagram, but there's other ones. Yeah. Do you know who's really, who's a big, big uh, viewer of those? Who? China. Is that true? They really are into pretty, pretty girls. And it's both female and male that are into, uh, that's why they're, they're like that attractive thing. You're totally right. There are people have careers just being attractive and Vine and YouTube by just being attractive and they take pictures of themselves. Well, I clicked on a, I I was in that explore area of Instagram and I, because it has like the most whatever liked Uh pictures and I clicked on a woman's picture and I did know who she was. Apparently she's a fitness model. She had like 200,000 followers and she just posts pictures of her and she's in unbelievably crazy shape. So in a weird way you're like that and it's your job. You know who has the most, it's like any, if you're a Japanese girl, from the ages of 18 to 24 and you sign up on Instagram, you have automatically 28,000 followers. Is that true? It just, that's yeah. what it is. Look on the Explore tab. There's always like some random Japanese chick because they're always like very fashionable and like cute and they always have like, they're just posting pictures of them standing somewhere holding a lollipop or some shit and they have like 20,000 likes, 200,000 followers and you're like, who is this girl? I think that's just pervs. I'm telling you, there's so many of them. Okay. Do you follow any Japan, beautiful no, but Japanese no. girls no, on Instagram? Do I look you, at them Nick? every once but in a while. But I was, I was uh, reading uh, some graphs about viewership and, and followers and who, who looks at this stuff. Right. And there, it's, you know, there's, yes, there's every demographic that you can think of, pervs and older guys looking at that. But it's also, this is, the, this is what you do now. You don't like. There is a certain 
um, audience for the Netflix TV shows, for your TV shows where you watch a yeah, season? Yeah, there is no broad audience. Okay, no. There is now that there is just millions and millions of people who are constantly looking at pictures. That's it. And it has no really. Maybe there is some sexual things there, but mostly it's I just look that's at, what I they mean, do. I look. At, I talked about this. My if I had a vice, my vice is sitting for long periods of time and looking at pictures on the internet for hours. It's just enough for me. It's just enough for me to be entertained. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't like se- selfies for dudes as much. Yeah, they're they're just douchier. And you better be ripped. That's even that's the douchiest. No, but at least you worked hard. Off. At least you worked hard. I guess. If so, you put yeah. up a selfie and you're not shredded, if I don't see veins in your lower abs, I'm like, dude, get back in the gym, puss. I'm fine with like outfit of the day posts. I only send like, gym selfies to to three dudes, one of which is Steve. Right. I send them to Max. I send them to Jerry. Yeah, I took your last one for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. You're I like, made a video of me like, doing calf raises. Sent it to Steve. He didn't say anything in reply. Hilarious. <laughs> Was it too much? No. <laughs> you couldn't. First of all, you couldn't. You couldn't see how much weight I was using. Your microphone. Well, no, that was by the speed. I could tell you're not doing enough weight. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I couldn't get. I, I, I I've never filmed myself, so I was my rhythm Just was off. Saying, if you want to really, it's the first time I did calf raises. You really want to blow your calves out? A lot of reps, high weight. Okay, what I'm saying is that was the first time I did calf raises. I added that exercise to my leg regimen, which may be the reason I'm injured right now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't part of my workout regimen that I downloaded on the internet. So I was adding a new exercise because I wanted yeah. bigger calves, right. which are a lot Those to do with the heredity. Thing. Yeah, there are a lot to do with heredity. Yeah, yeah. Glutamine. Glutamine. What? Stop it. You get Vitamins. calf implants. You get gross. Yeah, I know, right? And the last um, one. Hey, we're on the last one. Number go, 24. Out of the 24 rules for being a gentleman in 2014 is, it's a long one, so here we go, uh, be compassionate and know that you are allowed to experience the full range of human emotion where the gentleman of our grandparents' generation might have prided himself on keeping all of his feelings in check for fear of seeming feminine, a real gentleman knows that the best thing about him is his ability to be kind and empathetic. Everything else, yes, even the suit, is just icing on the cake. I feel this is a partial trap <laughs> because every woman says they want their man to cry in front of them, mm-hmm. but when it happens, guess what they do? They leave. The really? Pa- the pack up the bags. The pack the bags and move to a different house, y'all. <laughs> Why are you getting southern? <laughs> <laughs> I think that they want, like, yeah, don't cry at a funeral, cry at a fucking wedding. Quite a, quite a really sad movie. But be stable. Be stable about it. Here's what this thing is. Cry when out. you watch. Everyone's. It's okay to cry when you watch Field of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what it's leaving out is that there's got to be obviously a balance. Maybe that's what she means I by am the full too, range. I am too yeah. cold. I am t- I'm too emotionless. That has been said to me by quite literally every woman I've ever come in contact with. Sure. Including my therapist, everyone I've ever dated. I'm too cold. I don't let, I say that. They don't, I've never seen me happy or passionate about anything. Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. I should be more, but I also don't know where the line is. Because I, I know for a fact, you don't want to see me weak. You don't want to see me super weak. Cause that's, but sometimes you got to be that way in order to find out where the line is. Yeah, I like guess. If you never cry in front of a girl or anybody else, how do you know what like being too sensitive or not sensitive enough? You're overcorrecting in the other direction where you're like, I'm never going to emote. That it's way, it's just I can't hard be to find that balance. 
Let me let me just say this. You got to jump. Yeah, you just got to do it. You, this is everybody wants what they don't want a little bit. You know, we're not we're all not perfect that way. And if you are an emotional rock and don't show any kind of vulnerability, mm-hmm. then your woman is going to want that from you. She's going to want right. the emotion. Right. But if you are a bag of emotion, oh, yeah. and constantly she's, yeah. she's going to want you to sack up yeah. right. and be like, be a man. Yeah. If you never cook, she wants you to cook. If you yeah. never buy dinner, she's going to want you to buy dinner. She always wants what she doesn't get from you. Mm-hmm. And it's our job to know what that is and to turn your weaknesses into strengths and to work yeah to work on the things you don't do enough so of. that's what i get in from initially it. women like how stable and I that's am. and that's what it is to be compassionate mm-hmm. it's to know what the other person wants from you and then to give it to them what's well, also yeah it's to know what <laughs> you, did, you just you sort of just chris rock mic dropped yeah but no, you're right. I mean, that full range of human emotion, you have to know what those are in order to be able to... Also, t- being compassionate, I've found, I've noticed this, that when I try to put myself in the position of the woman, it takes a lot of thought. I really have to think about it. It's actually... Because it, it doesn't come naturally to me. I, I have to think in a manner that is not completely natural. And I have to be like, all right, take yourself out of this equation and think... Okay, what has she said she wants? What has she said she wants? Is that, am I talking in the right tense? No. What did she say she wants? What did she, wants? she say she yeah. wants? I maybe have my brain thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. What did she say <laughs> she wants? And like that, like think in those terms and don't, don't assume, don't try to think on her behalf. Be just like, uh, just facts. Just facts. Mm. It, but it, takes, it does take mental effort. Being compassionate takes mental effort because you, you have to take yourself out of the equation and your feelings. And it's hard. Yeah, I mean, just not. It might that might come from just not being an emotional person, where you have to like. Yeah, that I'm hard. good at like. It's when weird. was the last time you cried? I cry all the time. See what, but alone where no one can see. Yeah, you alone where no one can see me. I gotta let it out. <laughs> when, when was the last time you cried around a girl, like a woman that you were either dating or you know, uh, where you were like, "Hey, this looks weak right now," but what the fuck? Ever? Occasionally, when I first start hanging out with someone seriously and they want to hear about my father, which is eventually. Right, yeah. I don't necessarily cry, but I would say I get like, you know, it you, starts to get there. You I have up. to like take a minute. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I have to leave the room, take like a deep breath and like suck it up. Right. But yeah, they see, I, get, I, would, I would describe that as getting emotional. Right. Because if I start to talk about it and tell the truth, it gets a little weird. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, the thing is, I'm not super afraid of that. And I'm way less afraid of it now okay. than I was before. But yeah, when, I mean, during that period right after, I, you know, people saw it all the time. Not all the time. Yeah, no, I fucking hide it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what about you? I don't hide it. Okay. I don't. That's cool. Because I don't give a shit. I'm like, in, in way more than enough ways, I can like be... I think they... F- I think in a weird way that lets it, them feel connected to, do to it, you. if anything. Because it balances me. Because I can be very like... I'm always told like, or more so that I'm not emo- very emotionally unavailable. But like, it comes out like I'm thoughtful and caring and I treat girls right, you know, like the, if I'm dating them, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good to them. But sometimes like I'm not, cause I get in my own head and I get like, you know, I, I withdraw when I get depressed and stuff. So it feels like I'm not there. But so when, when things are upsetting or something like that, or if it's something is like sad and beautiful, like I'll cry. Like when I finished that AIDS ride, yeah. At, by by the end at the finish line, like I started to cry from That's just nice. talking about it because it was yeah. like, 
you're exhausted and like the, just the physical vulnerability from being so tired and completing something like that was like so overwhelming. Yeah. It actually felt good to cry. No, I f- like I, I I should do it more and but I feel like I don't feel safe doing it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to be judged. That they're going to judge me as weak. Yeah. That's how I feel. But just show, and I'm wrong. But just yeah. but, but 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 by showing your vulnerability is not just crying though. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's like the, I think we're like as men we're taking it to the extreme. Being vulnerable to someone else, like sometimes, a lot of times, this, just being honest. I know that's what I was gonna say. This is the hardest part, but this is actually weird coming out of my mouth because I never did this or used to. But I'm, I'm, tr- I, 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 I don't even think I have. Maybe once, which is, how are you in the relationship with me? How, how am I doing? Yeah, you know how fucking hard that's that is terrifying to ask somebody <laughs> that because then the, what you're doing is you're taking responsibility for every little reaction and yeah. everything you've done. Mm-hmm. It's like how how am I treating you? You're basically inviting cri- what could be criticism. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, that's yeah. that's uh, fuck from someone that you care about a yeah. lot. It's yeah, it's and like apologizing Oof. when you're wrong and you you know that's a big one. It's hard. That's a big one. And just, you're wrong. No one wants to do that. Communicate. Just being like, okay, let's let's have a conversation about what we're upset about. Can be awkward, and you're giving up. You know. Yeah, I my I'd, what I try to do now is like be honest about what I want. Mm-hmm. I like you in this way. I want this from you. I'm yeah. not gonna pretend I don't. If you don't want that, you don't want that. But I can't. I'm not gonna lie about how I feel. Right. Because then you're just you're a you're it's not you're not being fair to them and you're not being fair to yourself. So basically, both of you lose. Say that what I think nope. she missed on the on the list, <laughs> hygiene. She missed oh, hygiene. Yeah. You know how important it is to be manscaped and smell good. And by the way, you know what you got to realize after I would say thirty. Guess what you got to do before oh. you go to sleep? Take another shower. Yeah. Wait, what? You got to brush yep. your teeth. Oh yeah, for that's sure. That's obvious. You got to no, but I know. That's you want to have some sex? No, take no. Another but you're shower. in a relationship for a while. You get lazy and yeah. you expect it. Yep. The next thing you know, your lady's looking at you like gross. What is that? And you're gross. just being you. Stay in shape. Stay in. If you're in shape, if you got in a relationship in shape, don't punish them by getting out of it. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. You why don't have that? the excuse of having a baby. Why you look pregnant? Yeah, that's weird. The hygiene and exercise, staying in shape, was not on. Also, there. I mean, I, 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 taking care of yourself health-wise is, I think, a big one because it's selfish to not. Huge. You're gonna be a part of someone's life, and you're gonna cut your life short. They oh. care about. You. You're gonna give them a huge heartbreak by dying. You know too what? Early. And also, you know what? The best thing you can do for yourself and your relationships is to be in shape because you're gonna be happier. It's proven. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. all noticed that the endorphins kick in. Yeah. When you're when you're working out. You feel better about yourself. You're more confident. You have more energy. Also, blood flow. You know mm-hmm. where. Yeah. So, you know. You guys are going to take more trips to Fucktown. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to mash sex parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's funny. 25, 26. That's what, the, that's what the interesting thing is about this list being written about being a gentleman by a woman is that a couple of things that are like a man would think to do or that has to worry about. We're not included. There are some things on there that are were tough for us to look at. Yeah, like which ones? The, the emotional stuff. The the co- sure. being compassionate. The I'm last glad one. Those were on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the also um, dude hygiene though. 
Keep it together, guys. Know, right? We smell way faster and way it's we have to yeah. do nothing. I yeah. smell at the end of the day if I don't get up off the couch. I'm really surprised that one wasn't on there. Yeah, floss, teeth, oh, floss, eyebrows, yeah. ear hair, yeah. ear hair. Oh, yeah. Get it, fix it, keep it, keep it nice. It takes yeah, all very little time. Landscaping, pubic hair, oh. pub- uh, uh, manicure, pedicure. A lot of girls are are oh, into yeah. guys getting. Yep. Where they're just like, yeah, just go. It's like ten bucks. Think go about where you want to put your hands, and yep. do you want them sharp in that area? Not mm-hmm. really. You don't want any. You know what the but the least you don't ever want to hear a girl go ow. You know what a great example of a modern man is a dude that will spend time in the garage, whatever, building something, repairing, fixing on a bike, motorcycle, or car, and then go. Oh, my hands are greasy. I'm gonna go get a manicure real fast. What if he spends time in the garage making a painting? Is that the same thing? I mean, kinda. Nope, it's not. You failed. Well, test. didn't you fail? Because you're the painter. Yeah, well, I fail at lots of things, Nick. I fa- you know what the last thing I did in your garage was? Fix your bicycle. Yeah. Like a man. You know what the last thing I didn't do in my garage? Ride, <laughs> Ride that bicycle. That bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, well, this has been an interesting list, dude. Yeah. Where did you find it? You just randomly I saw don't, it? I think I either saw it on Twitter or Facebook. But wow. what's the name of the website? Uh, it's thoughtcatalog.com. Yeah. I think it's a submission-based thing. And, this, and, this, and this, her name again, Chelsea? This lovely young lady. Her name is Chelsea Fagan. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Chelsea. Uh, you can find her. She's a senior writer at Thought Catalog, which is uh, on Twitter. It's at Thought Catalog. Yeah. Um, and then her Twitter is Chelsea underscore Fagan, F-A-G-A-N. Um, and let us know what you think. This is a good list. Super thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. And I, we, like I read, I was like, this seems like it took a long time to put together. Wow, we're at two hours. Oy. That's a long. That's a long episode. But maybe fuck you it. know what? Maybe we'll do two parter. Oh, Jesus, Steve. Did, did you just come up with the idea I had in the beginning that you shot down? No, like, no, but two don't. parts. All right, we'll we'll figure it out. All right, we will figure it out. All right. Uh, if you got this far, thanks for listening, <laughs> and uh, and let us know what you think of uh, of what we thought and what you thought of this list, what it was missing, so on and so forth. See you next time, guys.